excited. You know why I'm so excited? Why? Not because we had the king of keto on yesterday. Not because he has 3.2 million YouTube subscribers. <laughs> but because I feel like we've done our tiny little part to allow people to start making the shift. Start fucking waking up and speaking the fucking truth and not be scared. I mean, he basically told us yesterday, hey, I'm afraid to speak on my own platform, but I'll come over here and t- to tell you exactly what's going on. I can be honest over here. Yep. Thousand YouTube. So fucking proud of this show. It's a fantastic compliment. Yeah. And then this dude, the champ wants to come on. This is like <laughs> amazing. Where are you, Jason? Uh, still in Cookville. Um, oh, but I mean, exactly. I mean, are you, in, are you oh. at Mayhem right now? Or are you in a coffee shop? No. I just saw Grub in the background. So I was just wondering, like, you put that no, up at a Starbucks just right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I carry it around. So you know. Yeah. Set the I should do that. Do carry a seven on podcast banner and go to Starbucks and do my show live from there. <laughs> just put the banner up behind. So it covers a window uh, in the RV. Here's the, this is the back door. And there's a window behind me, and I get too much light spewing uh, through it, so I have a banner covering a oh, window. Gotcha. That's, You're oh, in the RV awesome. now, right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I recognize those blinds when I used to have an RV, but those back doors look like um, back doors, like out of like a gymnasium or a yeah. Gym. It's, it's all glass. It's amazing. Um, so it's I have like a sliding glass door right here that opens all the way, and uh, there's there's a big a uh, door like a garage uh, like this big door that pops down into yeah. a deck on the back of this thing or if i had an atv it would go to the ground and i could roll an atv back into this uh garage area crazy your your, po- your podcast studio so cool that's been my podcast studio i've got the the bike erg like sticking up right there um there's a do you have a generator on, on right now because i don't i don't hear anything either it's quiet or no, you know you're plugging no, no generator we're connected to shore power so okay we got all the power <laughs> Oh, good, good, Jamie. You got the apparel uh, requirements for the show today. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Okay. She's got the Solid. uniform on. Solid. Uh, uh, your Jason, your studio is much nicer. Some someone <laughs> someone wrote yesterday in the comments. Boy, that was a weird start to the show, and I was offended because the entire show should be always weird, and the, the beginning should have been normal with the, with the CrossFit <laughs> athletes on. That should have been the normal part, not the weird part. Um, we are one day away, um, from it being over. Jamie, I did see that, um, you are in third place. You're, you're, yep. you're still, you're still on the podium. Um, how tough is it getting? Tough. It's, uh, I'm <laughs> extremely, extremely nervous. <laughs> Tell me why, why? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just constantly question my fitness and yeah. Um, I don't ever like everything this weekend is like something I'm great at paired with something I'm not great at. So it's like, how well can you hold on? I don't know. Today's in a, like today's front squats are heavy for me. Um, but I'm pretty good at bar muscle ups. So we'll see how those pair together and same with strict handstand pushups. Good movement for me. Um, <laughs> I want to tell you guys at home how amazing Jamie's doing. The fourth place, uh, who, who Colette Casey, great athlete, 496 points, and Jamie's holding down third with 604 with over 100 points. Um, does any part of this make you want to, like, okay, I got it, and you won't push as hard, or are you still going to 
Like I got to get I'm out there. like terrified of imploding out there and just, I'm, I'm super nervous. It's, so so now tomorrow I will morning, we're like tomorrow morning after you get off the show, we're like, damn, Jamie imploded. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the last thing I wanted to do with you guys. <laughs> Uh, Jason, what, um, uh, what, what is she, do you recognize this, uh, this sort of this mode she's in these thoughts she's having? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I feel the same level of nervousness, um, this morning, everybody's going much faster than anticipated. Um, you know, I normally go into workouts with a pretty set like strategy and game plan in my head on pacing, but the workouts have been fairly short and fast. So really the strategy has just been go as fast as possible and maybe, maybe not die. And I, I don't know, Jamie, if that's how you felt, but yesterday was, except for the GHD workout, yesterday was just set your hair on fire and, and let's see what happens um, because there's just no wiggle room on these things. And the final event today, it's two back-to-back events in really tight time frame. So it's just, again, two sprints that could determine everything by seconds or a single rep. Uh, and that's uh, nerve-wracking. Uh, for me, I'm sitting in, uh, I was something up with the scoring last night. I was tied for first when I went to bed, when I woke up this morning, I'm in by four points. So you're what you're in second matter. by four points by four points. Yeah. Do, so do you know what happened? I, went, I don't know what happened. I just know that when I went to bed, I had to win these events to win the whole thing. And I'm still in that spot. So it doesn't really change anything. I just have to, just have to win today. That's it. Um, Jason, do you think this guy wants it more? This guy is more motivated than you because he gets to beat you. Uh, I mean, there's, I don't know. I'm, I'm as motivated to not let him beat me. Okay. Probably as he is motivated to beat me. He's a good athlete. He was at the games with me in 2021. He better uh, so be when good. I saw, yeah, he's good. When I saw his, his name, um, sneaking up the leader, I knew he was going to be here. So I was like, okay, this could be interesting. And then seeing him move up the leaderboard, We've done workouts. He's a fast guy. He's really, really fast. And he has crushed these short workouts. Um, and uh, that's been a, a bit surprising. You know, when I'm in the middle of, uh, I don't know, a three and a half minute workout yesterday, thinking, how is how is he going faster? This makes no sense. I'm going at lightning speed, and he's just a smidge faster. So, um, yeah, he's legitimate comp- contender and uh, very, very nice guy. But we are um, we are we are currently uh, enemies until we finish this thing, and then we can be friends again. Jason, you're in the forty-five to forty-nine category, and Jamie, you're in the That's thirty-five it. to thirty-nine. Correct. Um, and uh, Jamie, are are you sick at all? Is your voice a little scratchy? <clears throat> I don't. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Good answer. I feel Good answer. I feel Good great. I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> yeah, just cough on the lane next to you. Just cough. <laughs> biological warfare um uh, jamie when when you get out there and they say three two one go i have to assume that you will turn any of that um uh anxiety you have into fuel yeah hopefully it's just adrenaline any form of it right is is there a best way to be at the starting line is is that how you kind of want to be you kind of want to be a little wound a little too tight um I guess because I I also don't like if I'm calm and like immediately my heart rate spikes and then it's like you feel like you're redlined immediately. So if it's already high, then whatever you're just hanging out there. Um, how how close are you guys? So where you guys are at, it's uh eleven oh five a.m. 
Yep. Oh, 10.05. Oh, okay, two hours ahead. Did your times get changed last minute today, Jamie? And if so, did, how does that affect you? Uh, well, I would have stayed at the room longer and been more comfortable. Um, yeah, I got the email last night that heats were finalized and went back on and checked and had all my things written down. And then I don't know why I didn't check this morning before I left. I just was in my mode and packed up and left. And then my husband's like, uh, like half your girls are walking out. You should check out, like, check this out. And he's like, oh yeah, you go, you don't go till later. So I don't know. Whatever. Okay, so, because originally you couldn't come on the show because you were supposed to be competing right now. Well, I in and out, I would thought it was I was going at eleven oh six, so I would have been more starting to warm up right now. Okay. And uh, Jason, how's your schedule going? Uh, good, good. It didn't change for me. I think it was. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what jumbled, but I started three forty six, something like that. Uh, so it's a nice late afternoon workout. Uh, I'll get there a couple of hours early to watch some earlier heats. And I'll take um, plenty of time to get warm today. Uh, on a four-day event like this, you know, at the games, we competed for three days. And on the third day, you felt beat up, but you just get through it. I felt that yesterday. And although today we're only, we're only moving for seven minutes, um, it's, I, feel, I feel every bit 47 today. And uh, I'm going to need to, to grease or, or lubricate all the joints and get that stuff just smoothed out uh, to go out there and, and, and try to crush it. Uh, Jason has won the CrossFit games three two times. times. Two, how many? Three times. Three times. I yep. apologize. Three times. Okay. Uh, um, and Jamie, Jamie, what's the? Do, have you been to the CrossFit games? Nope. And, and so, is this the? If you finish third here, will this be the highest you've ever finished in, in retrospect to the size of this event? Um, besides, like a local comp. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. crazy yeah, I don't crazy, love crazy. I don't love online stuff. Um, I pride myself on moving really, really well. And, and I really am trying to trust the judges to hold everyone to the standard. Um, but I feel like I need, I was very frustrated with semifinals this year um, and the video review process, if any. Um, so I'm thankful to be live and seeing people head to head. Awesome. Uh, we're rooting for both of you. Hopefully we can have you uh, tomorrow. We'll try to schedule it. So it's um, after the event. We can talk to you after the event. Um, I'll text you guys this evening. Good luck today, Jamie. We're all so freaking proud of you and thanks for doing this. And uh, I, I know you're a regular listener. I see you in the comments and it's cool to like uh, sneak a peep at you and, and, and uh, pumped for you. And Jason, thank you very much for doing this. I know this was your idea to come on for like you proposed it and I'm so glad we're doing it. It's cool touching base with you guys every morning, every day. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. All right. Cheers All right. guys. Good luck. And, uh, Good luck, guys. And, oh, and one more thing. So people can watch this live now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll put a May link in the comments so people can watch. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Wow. That's cool. The mayhem guys are letting you guys stream it to their channel. They are streaming to their channel. It's it's a big production. They've got uh, Annie Sakam, uh, Sakamoto. I Sean saw Woodland. Annie and Sean. Yeah, yeah. lots and, of uh, great cameras. A, no, I, I no mean, shitty iPhones. No Brian. No, friend. they've got, like, they've mean, got the live yeah. action. The, like the live count on top. They know the reps. Um, so it's they they really went out on production. It's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, it looks fantastic. All right, guys. All right, y'all. Peace and love. Cheers. Thank you for coming on. Uh, good, Bye. Good good sweater, Jamie. Good sweater. Thanks. Good luck. Wow, it's weird. I'm I'm in a um, condo in the rain on the beach, and these guys are getting ready to go.
live at Mayhem. <laughs> Excuse me. Yoel Roth. Yoel Roth. You guys know who that is? No, you don't, but you should. No, I don't. Yoel Roth was a the head at Twitter of Trust and Safety. Trust and safety. Yes, and when you look at Yoel Roth, um, I'm not going to. If you were to judge him, you would say that he does. He's not a very manly looking man. He looks very. Uh, um, he looks like he spends a lot of times worried about uh, things that, like, I'm not worried about. That I think are irrelevant to be worried about. If 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 you are a man, to, to be quite frank, I'm starting to realize that. Yesterday, I walked someone to the, who was visiting us to their car. And I walked barefoot and this was an older gentleman, probably 75 years old. And he goes, you know what? I can't remember the last time I walked outside barefoot. And I just thought, think of how much time those people waste putting on their shoes that I never have to put on. (laughs) My life is so free and so good for just the dumb little things that I don't do that other people do. If you, if you spend five minutes a day putting on and off your shoes and I don't do that, that's um uh let's say there's let's say there's four just to make it easy that's two thousand minutes a year. Wait, did you say five minutes? Yeah, five minutes. Because you take your shoes on and off, let's say four times a day, three times a day. Let's say you put boots on. This guy was wearing boots okay. that looked okay. like they were. You, there was a lot to lace up. You have to put your socks on. You have to find your socks. You have to wash your socks. You have to buy new shoes. Just all that shit. I'm just you know whatever the the uh, the cost of shoes five minutes a day. That's two thousand minutes a year. Times that by uh, uh, 20 years, and now you're at um, uh, 40,000 minutes. What is, what is, what is 40,000 minutes divided by 60? Where's my phone? 40,000 minutes. Calculator. 666. 666 hours, 660. Oh, that's the devil's sign, right? Isn't that what people think? Oh, okay, so, so, so your shoes are the devil. Uh, no, we just six, proved it. 666 uh, divided by 24. I get, I get one more month of, I get one more month of life every 20 years than someone who wears shoes. And I bet you I do. I bet you I do 12 things like that. So I get a year more of life every 20 years than uh, the the quaffed. And those that are quaffed, I'll take it. You should go barefoot out here. I'll take it. Oh, where where you're at? Mm-hmm. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> the ground is sm- just it's on fire. Hey, will will melt your will melt your sh- shoes like hot? Um, no, I don't think. I mean, like it's it's just dry heat. Like it's not like a. No. Let's do let's do an egg cooking video if you can. <laughs> On the side, <laughs> it's about it's about uh probably four months too late for that. But. I like your recent post. What do you call it? The, the circle. The circle, <laughs> dude. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. I swear to God, I'm it's like this. Now. You're going to the same. Uh, I have like the same four places, same four destinations every day. So, see Beaver. I'm not. Yeah, sure. read that first one. <laughs> The circle part two. The circle part one. Every morning starts with this closet at the end of my bunk. Put on shoes. Pick up a shaving kit and towel. Trudge wearily to the bathroom trailer trudge. at the other end of the complex. 
Oh man, trailers. I just pictured just a bunch of trailers connected to yeah. each other. Greet the usual with enough energy to muster a good morning or how are you? Knowing well, neither of us care for the answers. Put in contacts, brush teeth, shave, trudge back to the closet at the end of my bunk. On the same outfit as every other day. Hey, so do you wash your clothes like every day? No, I have like a, I have like multiple of the same the same uniform. Oh, good. So I just do. So I just like put on a new one, or I just wear the same one that I wore yesterday because I'm too lazy to put all the take off all the patches and put the patches on a new set. Sling my backpack. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up the post. Give me, okay. let me give me a second. See Beaver Instagram. It's just like a perpetual like Groundhog Day. Yeah, it's a. Uh, and then, and then, and then, occasionally you see us. Well, not occasionally. Every day you say, "Look at mm-hmm. this closet." Okay, yeah. I see the outfits. Yeah, yeah. I see the water. I don't recognize that brand of water. <laughs> One person did. And I'm guessing they were deployed, so it makes sense. You got Tide Pods in case you want to get crazy. You need a Tide Pod. Somebody said, "I don't think you should be eating those," and I was like, <laughs> "Well, I am, so they taste good." Sorry. What is a uh... What's in those jars, like that BVN flight or something? Are those just supplements uh, like creatine and shit? Yeah, so the one on the left, the, le- the that's creatine, and the one in the middle is pre-workout. And then the black one on the end is that Cirrus Flow stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Jeff Evans' company. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. I've been using that stuff for a while. It's, I really like it. Um, you have but, the spicy uh, ki- ki- uh, cayenne pepper one? Yeah. yeah, that shit's good. I would drink that yeah. shit. Is that an apple? It is an apple. Somebody thought somebody thought it was a donut. I was like, it's an apple filled with jelly. I'm just kidding. No, it's just a just an apple, just in case I get hungry. So you take that from the uh, chow hall and then just bring it back. That comes back with you as a backup. Yeah, food? I usually try to grab a couple snacks every time, just because there's stuff there during the like meal periods so that isn't there like all day. Where's your dildo? I don't see your dildo in your. Oh, place. I crossed that out. I crossed it out. Hit <laughs> that. Uh, Caleb, um, is that are those local brands of uh, supplements, or you brought those with you? Um, I I uh, I ordered them. I got them mailed to me. Oh, so. is Caleb in the Air Force? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bruce. Right under the pillow. How, how did I? Right. Right. <laughs> Hey, that shit must happen there, right? Like someone finds someone else's dildo and then just everyone knows, oh, yep, we found John's yeah, yeah. dildo. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, it's, a, it's like the it's only like, excitement there, right? Exactly. Yeah. Anytime somebody, like, obviously we get all of the nonsense in the hospital. So, like, people with STDs or, like, scares or. Wait, wait, STDs? Yeah. Dude. Uh, how they get, how how that happen? Well, sometimes you. A like, goat? A goat? Was it a goat? Yeah, yeah. Um, usually, so everybody gets screened before you leave, but it's possible like it, you get like a false positive or like a false negative. So somebody could have like had one and then brought it into the AOR and, um, then like people just get bored and they've got to find something to do. And then it just turns into a big old sleep fest with everybody. Wow. Go, wow. Go from place to place. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, can you, do you get in trouble? Can you get in trouble for that? Um, 
It depends on how severe it is. So I know there's like a rule in the military. If you cause too much harm to your body where you can't do your job, then you can get paperwork for it. Or like you can get like an article or something like that. Like somebody got a sunburn so bad that they like literally couldn't do their job. But it was because they were like super fucking drunk on a beach somewhere. Right. And they just got fried and they got like third degree burns or something. That's but I, like, mean, I mean this. I'm assuming you guys aren't supposed to have sex with each other. Is, is that a rule? Um, no. Oh, it's, it's not it's, a rule. Okay. No, I don't. So think if some so. if some no dude tell. in like sector five um, gets that's chlamydia, why we, uh, okay. That's why so if we some keep, dude in sector uh, five gets chlamydia, and then all of a sudden two days later, some girl comes in from sector twelve with chlamydia. They're not in trouble. You guys don't like be like, okay, we're, we're putting together the pieces here. No, but sometimes no, like okay. if, if somebody gets like an SCD, like now you have to do contact tracing. And so then you have to go. Oh, like, you do? You do have to do yes. contact? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing shit. So you like, you have to like basically <laughs> get in contact with everybody that person's ever had some sort of like physical interaction with. Going and, like, for how far back? Going how far back? Like as far, as long as they've like started experiencing symptoms and then like a little bit further back. So like even if I just talk to you, it. even if I just talk to you, I have to be like, yeah, oh, no, no, physical Caleb. interaction, physical. Oh, like what if, if you they're and like I were touching in the... themselves, or like oh, okay. genitalia? Yeah. Well, could you just lie and be like, no one? I don't know where this came from. <laughs> um, that's <laughs> when you probably get in trouble. <laughs> if you start to like deny and you're like, it's like there's no way you didn't get like you didn't just happen upon this, you know? Like some people will come in and they'll be like, um, I think I just like touched I, t- I touched my my penis to the, the shower curtain or like the the toilet seat or something and we're like that's not really how it works the old so, toilet seat excuse yeah exactly i'm pregnant how i have no idea <laughs> yeah it's like uh <laughs> i'm the so virgin weird. mary i've never had intercourse before you're like hmm, interesting how <laughs> many people since you've been there have gotten pregnant any um i think we had one and then they just sent her home you just get wow. sent home Whoa! Oh, so, wow! Even yeah. if like like you're only like 14 weeks pregnant, you're you're out. yeah. It doesn't matter. Like if you're if you're pregnant, like home station, then you get to ask for deployment. You can't go. You're basically if you're pregnant, you can't go anywhere uh, for basically like almost two years, like a year and a half to two years. Wow! Because of how because of all the like the follow up care and the like you get put on um. Uh, maternity leave and like postpartum profiles and stuff like that. So, God, that would suck if you if you went home pregnant, but your husband wasn't wasn't there. Oh, that's an awkward. Well, then it happens vice versa too. So, like the dude will come out here, and they'll come back and they'll be like, "Oh, I'm pregnant. I'm like three months pregnant." And you're like, "I've been gone for six. Oh, <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, doesn't really add up. It's that damn toilet seat again. Yeah, the damn toilet seat again. I don't think, yeah, I don't think you get fired. You don't get kicked out of the military. You just got to do a different job, right? Um, No, she she, she doesn't even change her job. Basically, she just goes home and does the same job just at home. From there. Yeah. All dude infantry here as well, but I got out in 98. Hmm. Meaning, what what, meaning he was, he was only with dudes. There were no girls where he was. Yeah, probably. Uh, Jay McKay put boys and girls together in a stressful situation for long periods of time and shit happens. How about even just not stressful situations? Dude, yeah, you just literally, if you just throw them in the same like vicinity, eventually they're just gonna like 
they all come together. It's, it's like this. <clears throat> I did High Rocks yesterday, hard. such a cool event, and I got to see Hunter in person. Wow, that's uh, where was that at? Uh, like Wisconsin or something? No, because that was the one Heidi just did. So there's this guy, Yoel Roth. I'm looking at 299, and he was the trust and safety guy over at Twitter. And he was talking shit about Elon, basically saying how Twitter's not as safe as it used to be now under Elon's rule. So Elon released some of his tweets. No shit. Look at this guy. This guy is speculating. Can high school students ever have meaningful consent to, to sex with their teachers? Meaningfully? Can high school students ever meaningfully consent to sex with their teachers? This is the former head of trust and safety over Twitter. This is the guy who helped kick off Donald Trump. Hey, he, there's another post. You, 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 can't, you probably won't be able to read it, but I'll sum it up for you. He, he, he says because there's kids already, underage kids on Grindr, that we need to learn how to make Grindr safe for underage kids. Wow. Oh, here it is, yeah. Are you guys familiar with fucking what Grindr is? It's, it's like where dudes sex, go to ejaculate on each other, find other dudes to ejaculate on. Yeah, listen. Listen. Uh, for te- but the fact that people under 18 are on those services already indicates that we can't readily dismiss these platforms out of hand as low-key, as location for queer youth culture. Rather than merely trying to absolve themselves of legal responsibility or worse, trying to drive out teenagers entirely. He's saying it would be bad to drive teenagers out of Grindr. The service provider should instead focus on crafting safety strategies that can accommodate a wide variety of use cases for platforms like Grindr. Are you out of your fucking mind? That's nuts. Oh my God. Where do you draw That's the so line on that? So we have this group of seven-year-old girls who's using Tinder, and we can't get them off, so we're going to make Tinder safe for them. Hey, let's just be honest too let's just be honest it has nothing to do with gay men or or straight men you never want to leave boys alone on a site with shitloads of men looking to have sex ever it's the worst place men are men men already we already i mean i, I bet you 99 percent of all rapists are men right we already have established that our insurance is more because we drive like idiots. We do all the killing. We do all the fucking weird shit with our penises. We fuck a cantaloupe, a hump a pillow, and we get, we watch porn <laughs> instead of like go to bars and get girls. I mean, and yet you you want to somehow find a safe way to have underage boys mixed with gay men who are who I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that they are the most hypersexualized kind of man, with no no insinuation whether that's negative or positive. You fucking maniac. Yoel Roth on Twitter. And by the way, last week, Twitter did remove 44,000 child pornography sites that were coming out of India. And yet this guy is saying Twitter is a less safe, less safe spot. The article went on to say somewhere in there it said that, 20, that Twitter had, I don't know if they still have, 2,200 people um, around the world who were sort of the people who scoured Twitter looking for shit to, to ban, kick off, delete. Nuts, nuts! The scumbags that were out there. Hey, it, 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 once again, do you think that guy is a Democrat or a Republican? Just ask yourself. So, whatever you don't like Just about Republicans, yourself. whatever you don't like about Republicans, 
I just put it up against that. Because there's like, just put it up against that. Are you watching this shit going on with China and Saudi Arabia? No. Well, it's just some really, really scary shit. Hey, dude. So there's something called the petrodollar. I didn't really understand it. But we made a deal from, from the, and feel free for anyone to, to unfuck me. But we basically made it, Nixon made a deal and Kissinger made a deal that there would be something called the petrodollar, meaning that every bit of oil that's bought out of Saudi Arabia has to be bought with the dollar, no matter who buys it. Hmm. Thus giving our, what's a petrodollar? Petrodollars are crude oil export revenues denominated in U.S. dollars. The term gained currency in the 1970s when soaring oil prices generated large trade and current uh, accounts uh, surpluses for oil exporting countries. Then as now, oil sales and the resulting current account surpluses were denominated in dollars because the U.S. dollar was and remains by far the most widely used currency. It wasn't, it's not only the most widely used, they said that Saudi Arabia would require anybody who bought oil from them to buy it in dollars, thus making our money relevant. Mm. And just to give you an idea of how important that is, 70% of all $100 bills are not in the United States. They're elsewhere. Wait, 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 say that again. 70% of all $100 bills are elsewhere. They're not in the United States. Wow. Well, now China is, is trying to strike a deal with uh, Saudi Arabia to accept their currency, that mm. they will actually, instead of give you the dollar, they're exploring other currencies, a digital currency and gold, hmm. actual gold. Mm. If that happens, our economy collapses. <laughs> well, the dollar definitely weakens. That's for damn sure. It will go away. It will go away. Hey, don't forget... We were energy independent under Trump. Once again, not even Trump supporter. I'm just stating the facts, guys. It's so it's like circulating. You're not even going to be able to fight about pronouns when we don't have energy. You're not even going to get to like talk about how important it is to offer, um, allow 12 year old boys to chop their penises off behind their parents' back. You're not even going to get to discuss it because we're not going to have any energy because we're going to be ruled by these idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, I think if you would have bought gold and silver probably a year ago, you'd be in good shape right now. I think they both have fucking skyrocketed. So it has to be backed by something tangible. It's like circulating. It's like circling back around. It's like I mean, crypto. It, they're dipping into that or gold. They showed. Uh, they showed Xi Jinping landing in Saudi Arabia, and they the fanfare for him was nuts nuts did you like did you really look at it though is it real fanfare is it like north korea like ah the fearless yes yes that no that's what i mean it's like that but still does it's but i mean it's uh, the biggest fucking purple carpet you've ever seen that's like a mile long rolled up to his jet to his um uh navy navy you know like whatever the saudi arabia's uh, blue angels flying all around i mean like like they're jerking them off you know what i mean yeah damn Anyway, good good news. Good news that uh, Elon's um, just keeps kicking ass over at Twitter. I did see a rapper say that he was his Twitter account was suspended, and that no one wants to talk shit about Elon, but they're actually suspending more accounts than ever now. Like, don't, I, I'll, I'll kind of just watch that. Um, Yoel Roth goes on to admit this is the former uh, trust and safety guy 
uh, over at Twitter. He goes on to admit that uh, covering the Biden laptop was a mistake and that he met with the FBI weekly. But, but it w- they did do the right thing by kicking Trump off because of how many people died at, on January 6th. Hey, you know what's crazy too is like, meanwhile, I think like the Taliban is still on Twitter, even though like they fucking <laughs> took down the World Trade Center. I mean, shut the fuck up, dude. More people probably die every year at the New York City Marathon than died in January 6th. Just shut your fucking pie hole. They're really pushing that to be a thing. The January 6th thing? They're yeah. such idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, the fact that no one lit a fire means the whole thing was a joke. Have you seen this? It's the go to in riots, 100% of the time. Just light the fucking building on fire. Always. Yeah. Have you seen this thing about the FBI agents being involved? Yes. It's complete. That video is trippy. It's true, too. It's true. On some level, it's true. Whether it was one or two or 10, there's definitely definitely government agencies involved. Uh, 298. In my most wealthiest moments, I would never do this. Uh, Call me cheap. Call me frugal. Call me smart. I'll I'll accept any of them. But I saw this, and I can't even believe. I was just wondering how how wealthy this woman is. I would never in a million years spend like this. Check this video out. This this just makes me show how retarded my cohort is. Or this bitch is fucking rich as fuck. Okay, here we go. So here's how much we spent at Disney, day two of five. A mediocre breakfast at Hollywood and Vine cost us $223. What? Then we headed over to Toy Story Land, and even with Lightning Lane, we still only got to ride one ride. Ice cream was $25, and popcorn was $16. Then over at Galaxy's Edge, three lightsabers cost us a whopping $800. They also no longer hold them for you until the end of the day, Plus, different airlines have different restrictions when flying home, so we opted to ship them to us for an additional cost. Every ride had 120-minute wait time, so we only got to ride one ride in this section of the park as well. We tried the infamous blue and green milk and had lunch at Backlot and Funnel Cakes at Epic Eats. PhotoPass was an extra $170 for cell phone quality pictures, and finally we had dinner at Planet Hollywood. Factoring in our nightly hotel rate of $997 brings our total to $3,758 for the day. So here- Holy shit. And you don't even get to do the fun stuff. One ride they went on? Yeah, that's bullshit. Hey, dude, so basically she spent four grand. I'm guessing there's some shit she didn't tell us she spent. She spent four grand at Disneyland, what it looked like for a day. And one ride. <laughs> one ride, yeah. Let me tell you something. If my kid wants the lightsaber and it's 120 bucks, well, I got three kids. Maybe if I had one kid. But I like, are you kidding me? That's dude. I went big and fucking bought like a $27 bag of macadamia nuts and brought it into the park and told my kids, hey, this way today's your lucky day. (laughs) Some dried mango for 25 (laughs) bucks. Wow. Are you kidding me? That's super fucked up. That's like trying to go to a movie theater. Yeah, this is the thing. I might need to cash in my 401k. So that's the whole thing I thought. So if she, if she, if she, if that was $4,000, so that means that for like, if, if, if you make a half a million dollars a year, that's really, she had to make $8,000 because the government took half of it. And I'm just start thinking about 
Like, what could I have done with that $4,000 that would make my kid's life so much better that rather than going to Disneyland? You do not. I mean, Disneyland is expensive. I think for my family, just to go there with like parking and, and the tickets and everything in the fast pass was like 900 bucks. That didn't include like. That was a know. credit card too, right? That that lady was using? Yeah. Oh, it maybe. Um, yeah, I'm assuming she didn't have a big fat bankroll of cash. So if you have like a, if the average is like 18.8%, right? APR off that credit card. Let's just call yeah. it even 15. And she doesn't, she decides that she's going to let it ride for a couple of months. She's going to pay another additional $555. Ooh. Or, each or, month that it sits on that credit card. And that's only at oh, 15%. No. And it's saying right now, if you have really good credit, it would be closer to 18%. And or you can think of it this way too. Maybe she paid it off in one month and got like some sort of like $100 credit from Amazon. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you were making a great comparison. And, yeah. Yeah. She got cash back. One percent points, points, points. God, that's I, just brutal. I have a cousin, the sister of the one that kept the uh, dead cat in the freezer, and um, their family goes to Disney every single year, and they they do a whole like purchase it on like almost layaway because Disney allows that, so you could buy it a year out and then pay it as you go to the trip, and then they wait for the husband's bonus, and then they'll all go. She has she has six kids too. And they live in this uh, house over here, almost in Oakland. It's like San Leandro, Oakland border. And it's a um, two bedroom, one bath. And every year they save. So that was three kids, double that. It's almost 10 grand. And they go for a oh weekend. To, to, to Disneyland? To Disneyland. Yeah, they probably though do it so much smarter. I mean, they have the whole thing. They got like they're like like they're like Disney. Like you can't buy you can't buy the like, your kids can't get the lightsabers or like the thirty dollar bubble gun that like breaks in a day or like you just yeah. got to just be able to say no to your kids when you're there. I think. I mean, unless you're just rich as shit, then go for it. Someone asked about trees. I could buy um, for four thousand dollars. I could probably buy thirty fruit trees and all the soil I need for them. Dude, for four thousand dollars, you could invest that in the S and P five hundred and let it ride out for twenty years and make a bunch off your money shitload of money yeah 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 i will say this though and i'm my, not saying don't have fun and take your kids to disneyland one time but four grand come on man yeah it's ridiculous my uncle the um the one that's very well off years back for my birthday because my cousin and i share the same birthday we we're born on the same day it's kind of crazy but uh he took us to disneyland and we got like a full like we stayed at the disneyland hotel and then we this is a wealthy him. uncle yeah and then we got to go in the park an hour early before it opened <sighs> And it was really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was, it was really cool. Dude, it was just us in there. It was like just the people from the hotel, but most of them didn't really let go. We were like, doors open. We were in there an hour early. You got to just like, there's nobody there. You could run all around. It was nuts. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You got the rich cool. uncle. Go do that shit. I, I had some. Yeah. I've done some fucking shit that I can't even fucking believe I've done with other people's money. But uh, not my own money. Not my own money. Well, the BNS and P five hundred in twenty years, Bruce. If there is not, there is no America. God, is he serious? I mean, that's that's the the S and P five hundred is the sum of like the American economy. So if that is gone, so is the U.S. Uh, Jessica uh, Valenzuela. I went to Disneyland with my band back in high school. My mom gave me seven hundred spin. I came back with six forty. Wow! Wow! 
Yeah, you're a good kid. It's I know. I would, getting, yeah. That's the way I would have been too. I can't believe they gave you 700 bucks. I can't believe you were in band. <laughs> <laughs> One instrument. Just kidding, Jessica. Just kidding. Oh, if I could give my mom all the money that I use to smoke weed with, I would be. I should have never. Isn't that crazy? Because you literally lit it on fire. So stupid. <laughs> like it literally just <laughs> went in the air. <laughs> um, that's what went to Disneyland. <laughs> so, do you do you? I, I it's so it's so interesting when I think of Project Veritas, I just think of them as like the new sixty minutes. I think of them as like the new, um, the new like high end journalists. Like they're the only ones out there who are like doing real journalism and like. I, I've been around a couple sixty-minute shoots, and they're definitely not um, doing journalism. They're they're definitely sloppy, and they have no problem lying. But but when I but I don't think of like um, like when I think of Alex Jones, maybe I still like maybe I think more right-wing media. Maybe I don't even know if I think that anymore. I guess I've really fucking shifted. But play two ninety-seven. Play this clip on two ninety-seven. So bizarre to me. This is the, I guess I accept it because this is the same media that was telling you to go out and get the shot that doesn't work, that actually kills people, kills young men. But now look at this. This is incredible. This is uh, James O'Keefe commentating on a local news station. It's kind of sad. A private school in Chicago is facing online criticism after a dean was apparently recorded by a right-wing activist group. You mean journalism group? Talking about the school's sex ed programming. Francis Parker School in Lincoln Park is the latest target of Project Veritas. You mean news subject? One of its contributors recorded a video that appears to show the school dean saying sex toys were shown to students as part of a discussion. He says appears to show... It didn't. It didn't appear to show. We saw the dean of students run away. We saw. Him. We saw him celebrating the fact that um, they give the kids dildos and butt plugs and talk about the difference of using spit and lube with fourteen to eighteen year old kids. It's so crazy. Anyway, sorry. Go on. You mean passing around butt plugs? The school released a statement saying Parker's Board of Trustees supports the inclusivity of its curriculum. A school spokesperson said the dean was filmed without his knowledge or permission. You mean he's being honest? While describing one example of our inclusive LGBTQ plus affirming and comprehensive approach to sex education. Project Veritas uh, deceptively edited video. (laughs) Even this anchor doesn't believe that bullshit. Project Veritas deceptively edited the video with malicious intent. An elite private school in Chicago. There's no editing in the first cut. In the first release of it, there's no editing. It's just one straight fucking take. Even if you did take that out of context, why are you saying those things? Yeah. And why are you applauding them? And why are you celebrating? It's it's unbelievable to me. And so the school covered it up by saying inclusive. So imagine you molested a kid and your defense was you were being inclusive. You just didn't want to have sex with adults. I mean, that's basically what they're saying. They're justifying passing around butt plugs and dildos to 14-year-old kids and telling them how to use them properly as being inclusive. Hey, if... I, I wonder. I don't even know if it should go here. So weird. 
They'll go there. Why, why do they even need toys? Why can't you just like, why does everyone need toys? Do, do gay people have to have toys? Like, I mean, it's, it's a variety, right? I don't know. I don't have, I don't have any varied. toys. I don't have any toys in my house. Constantly my wife varied. is my toy. That's the only toy I have. <laughs> I don't have like whips or lingerie or I hear the shower go on and I fucking run in there. That means my wife's naked. Like, I don't need, like, a, much more. I mean, Pavlov's dog. It's like, yeah, it's like Pavlovian. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's naked. She's nice. vulnerable. She's vulnerable. Nice. Boobs. Yeah, boobs. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Crazy. Was good Thank you. But, but for some reason, for some reason, if you're gay or queer or transgender or whatever, you, the, the uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, I'm not saying that straight people aren't fucking spend billions on toys, but for some reason, but like part of my, there was no toys in my sex ed in, in uh, school. Seems a little advanced. I think they gave us deodorant when they gave us a sex ed talk. That's cool. Like puberty deodorant. Even though um, I don't wear that shit, imagine you wonder should we do the math on the time you guys spend buying I don't fuck with any of that shit. Oh I'm like a partial deodorant wearer. I don't really wear it at all. So if you buy a couple the pack off Costco, you're good to go for like a lifetime. Right. I and, and that that's probably more true with me too. I probably wear deodorant once every like three months or something. Like Do you smell the deodorant before you put it on? No, but I do like the smell of it. Uh, you mean yeah, do this? You, yeah, like I do that with markers. <laughs> with markers? Yeah, like my kids' markers. Like if I'm putting them away, I'll, I'll, I'll just get a little, <laughs> just a little, little some. Yeah, okay. Little bump. Yeah, little bump. <laughs> it's the same since they're non-toxin. Hey, if someone wears a camera into your kid's school to catch them. Sh- promoting butt plugs and dildos that's not right-wing journalism that's uh, i don't know what that is but it's not right-wing journalism it's and what do you think that news anchor thinks at night you think i don't know but it's, like when he's sitting there on the toilet by himself and like he's kind of thinking about the the job and like if his kids went to that school and what he has to say and how it's framed well it's not, I, it I, I know like james o'keefe say it again kid sorry it looked like he wasn't even sure that he like he, he even took a pause. He's like, no, I don't think uh, this is legit. Like, I just, I mean, I mean look I'm at sure that guy. That guy it. eats Twinkies while James O'Keefe is doing CrossFit. I mean, you know, James O'Keefe trains hard. He's strong. He's released some deadlift videos, some workout videos. And meanwhile, that, it. yeah. And meanwhile, that anchor is just a tub of shit. Just like collecting his, his, his pay. Who knows? That guy's just. You know, I was I was tripping. I was tripping. Um, in in the. In, did you guys watch any UFC last night? No. Uh, a little bit. I watched like the last couple of fights. I think. They, a dude can have like a broken arm, or like a shoulder dislocated, or a broken foot, or a broken nose, and they just let the fight go. Like mm-hmm. a dude be getting arm barred and his arms hyperextended, and they don't stop the fight. They just like if the dude doesn't tap, the shit goes. But if a girl's top comes down and her boob falls out, they fucking stop the fight. <laughs> I was trying to like figure out the rationale behind that. I'm like, wait a second. 
This dude has a broken foot, a broken nose, and his arm's going the wrong direction, and he's getting punched in the face, and you don't stop the fight. But this girl had a fucking, they're in the middle of a brawl, no one's getting hurt, and her fucking tits out, and they stop the fight. I'm like, this is some, something's not right here. Wow. They need, to, like, like, they need to work on their priorities. Let the tit hang. Stop the fight when the guy's arm goes the wrong way. No one actually <laughs> wants to see beyond that. Uh, no. Now the no boob fell out. By the way, you didn't miss anything. I just, I, I, I just came up with that last night, and I wanted to try. I wrote that in my notes. Try that. Bit. I thought it was funny. That's <laughs> no it. Janet Jackson. Um, it's weird because you could go on Instagram and you could have like, uh, like randomly in my. Uh, it's because I watched one of them when it popped up in my explore page. But I watched this like fight inside of a uh... phone booth. <laughs> No, have you no. seen those? They have a yeah. phone booth fighting league. It's really, really, uh, but no, this was just like at a bat, uh, at like a football game. Like two dudes were just like drunk and yelling at each other, and they got in a fight. And then all of a sudden, my whole explore page was just populating all these fights, and then it escalated to like shootouts. I might have run down rabbit hole for a minute sitting there. But the crazy part about it is, is like all that will populate like just fine. But if you go on there and you're like, hey, if you want to take power of your health, exercise and eat right cut out sugar and everything. Then it'll put some, if you want to guard yourself the best you can against COVID-19 exercise and cut out sugar on your diet. Misinformation. Look at, look it's at, it's downplayed. Look, look at my search. Hey, none of your Instagram, your, your, your my shirt is just all it. beaver. My, this is my search. Well, it's just no. all chicks with tits. It's cause you look at chicks with tits. <gasps> I refuse to click on any of those. I do not even, I never click on that shit. Maybe like once a month I'll click on one if I think I Dude, here's the trip. Ready? It doesn't matter. It's following your eyes. (laughs) You think that little face recognition when you open up your phone doesn't track everything you do when you look at your screen? It isn't tracking where you stare? Wow. Like, look, it gives me girls and this. This is in this. This is. At least it drops some quality in there. Yeah, you don't even need to click it, dude. You just wow. have to, you just That's have to amazing. hang out. I never even thought of that. Yeah, you just have to hang out and watch it for a little bit. The whole goal, remember, if a product is free, you are what they're what the product is. The product, like, yeah. Yeah, wow. you are the wow. product. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy. You think it's following my eyes? It's just all liberty, and Tucker Carlson, and tits. I, think I, I mean, I definitely, I definitely look at all the tits. Okay, look at. I'm gonna click this one right here. Okay, click it. Out of all, you chose that one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've got issues. <laughs> and it's crazy too. I used it, to get like alligators like eating shit. Yeah, well, because like, here's a guy fighting a fish. Quality content. Jesus. Swordfish, he's got it by the by the sword. God, but yeah, you don't even need to. Uh, as long you as you think you're that's really there. true, are you fucking with me? You think that thing's tracking where my eyes like it just sees me scanning over all the titties and I'm like, I'm doomed. Yeah, guaranteed. Guaranteed. The whole entire purpose of that app is just to keep you on the app. What they need to do is they need to have their average viewer time on that app up because then they could sell ads at a higher price hey then if if they want to give me like a filter really to use i want to put like i don't want anything in my search with tits like with cleavage you you know you could trick it right how so just find something on there that just start staring at a ton of cock (laughs) 
I mean, it's whatever you want to take. How would they even know? Are there any girls accounts that are just full of crotch shots of dudes? Like when they go to their search? No, probably not. No, it's all like funny memes and like quotes and like holiday decorations. Here's what I think. Don't forget what you were going to tell me how to fix it, how to trick it. Here's what I think. I think everyone's looks like that. I, my justification, I think if I look at my mom's search, it looks like that. It's just all beaver. Mm. No, your mom followed me out, by the way. I keep forgetting to tell you that. Speaking of beaver, weird, but hi. Hi. Yeah, that's not even TikTok. I don't even do TikTok. I, I'm like, I'm well, like, I feel like I'm supporting China if I do that. I don't do that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of TikTok, but yeah, that's a, that's absolutely what it does. I don't think. No, I, I don't, don't do Facebook either. By the way, anyone is, if you send me a link to Facebook or TikTok, I don't even click it. I just so avoid like, it. Allison just said, mine are all animals and hairstyles. No yes. shit. Yeah, I don't believe yes. that. There's no yes. fucking way. I bet you my wife says the same thing. Fergie's got uh, firefighters and dudes chopping wood. We all got our thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So you can trick it and you can see that it's true by going on your explore page, finding something random as, oh, there's a caller. I'll be quiet. Yeah, but tell me, tell me, tell me. I want to hear this. So just find uh, find a random thing that you're, whatever, that you don't normally look at, which it's just putting in front of you to test it. Click that random thing. Once you click the random thing, like the first picture that you were on, and then spend a minute scrolling, pausing at each, uh, at each, you know, whatever, each one it populates. Pause for a moment so it's like you're looking at it. Hang out there for a minute, and then close the app. And then when you reopen your Explorer page, you'll get more of that in it. And okay, then keep okay. doing that. And they do just need like a button that says no beaver. No beaver. They I don't just want no dude, beaver. The second, and here's the fucked up thing. You put in male, whatever your age is, whatever, whatever it's going to yeah. automatically populate that to you. So if I change my sex on there, it'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, oh, that's yes. actually not a bad yes. idea. Yes. Call her high. It'll, that's it'll give me animals. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Uh, I wanted to fill you in a little bit. I, I have some insight onto the conversation. So Susa's 100% right. That's how it works. It's about how long you're viewing something, even if you don't like it or whatnot. But I'm assuming all of you have seen the, what is it called? The social. I never, um, I never saw that. Yeah. I never saw that. I've seen that. Yeah. But, but so I read a book and I forget what it was called. Um, the, the habit loop or one of those books. Um, and they talked about target specifically the company, you know, um, the retail brand. And they said that the way that they target, uh, their clients or their, or their customers is that basically everything is linked to your credit card. Yes. Um, and basically they can track all your packages or all your purchases, excuse me. And the really fascinating story uh, about that was that there was a 16 year old girl that were getting, that were getting diaper coupons because yeah. essentially from what I understand, I don't know if they still do it, but say, me, you, and Susa all get a, a, a Target uh, flyer in the mail, right? And 70% of it might just kind of be the same, but then 30% of it will be different based off of your purchasing yeah. history, right? And so this girl kept getting diapers and different, I think the different, like, you know, uh, mom sort of items. And the dad, like, stormed into Target or, you know, corporate or whatever. It was a lawsuit. And was he basically like, why are you, yeah, follow a lawsuit. And that they said, well, no, we're just, basically targeting her based off of the fact that she's pregnant. Yep. And then that was how he found out that his 16-year-old daughter was pregnant. Yeah, he had to drop um, the suit because he realized that Target's predictive algorithm for the mailing at the time was correct, and the daughter was pregnant. 
Yeah, you know, and it's you wild. Know who created the largest database in the world that runs that um, credit card operation? You know who it is. Tying your credit card to uh, to what ads are sent to you? Zucky? I don't know. Nope. George Soros? Closer than that. Closer than that. He was the CEO of CrossFit for a minute. He sold his company that was the largest database of that information to Oracle. Oh, Rosa. Oh, our friend, Rosa. Our what do you think their what do you think his plans were for CrossFit? <clears throat> well, I mean, again, it's all about the data that they can mine from you and like the predictive value of a CrossFitter, you know, is probably pretty high because if they're gonna be someone who's committed and who's really into something, um, they're gonna be way more willing to probably purchase an item, a food plan, grips, whatever it may be, a health subscription, um, especially how avid they are. Um, in that capacity so yeah so they're just mining your data and like what susan says 100 percent right if you're not paying for it you are the product um, yep. but also my brother-in-law is in e-commerce they sell like fireplaces and you know nothing nothing um, crazy and he talks about how well that they can understand and market their clients just based off the technology so that's why when someone always says I was just talking about this random company and then I get an ad for it five seconds later. It's like, well, the reason why you're talking about it is because you fit their profile completely in terms of who they're trying to sell so to. So you don't think it's their listening. Real. You don't think it's their listening. You think that just they have it figured out the pattern so well that they're, that they're on it. For sure. I mean, it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I have, I have three kids, newborn, um, all that good stuff. And it's like, when I get an ad for a new baby product, it's like, I'm literally their target client base. Uh, and it's just also, like you said, what kind of apps do you have? How much time you spend on your phone? What are you purchasing? You know, all those sort of things. And that's why when people say, you know, you can, you know, do not track. I feel like most people either don't have an idea of how to turn off those certain things. Um, and then also, I don't know if you know the, the setting on Alexa, how they can be listening into you unless you're unless you turn that setting off in the Amazon. Yeah, they listen to all my shit. I haven't yeah. turned off any of that. Yeah, so I mean they can listen and and there was actually I think it was in Arizona there was a murder case. It was like the one time where I'm like okay, there's actually the technology worked out. There was a murder in a house. And I think it was a man murdered his wife or girlfriend and they used the recording from Alexa. Wow. To determine that she that he actually did it. Uh, because there was like screams and there was some conversation in the back. And, um, and a lot of times before we turned that setting off, there was like, they would be like, uh, do you need something or whatever the, whatever the saying was, like you would be like, hold on, I'm not talking to you. Why are you trying to respond to me? Yeah. Yeah. I um, get that all that, the time. Like my Siri or my Alexa says something. I'm like, shut the fuck up. No one's talking. to me. <laughs> yeah. And then, so I, I turned that off and, you know, and then even too, uh, I don't, there was an Edward Snowden. He did like a 60 minutes a while ago or some interview and you can look at his on his computer like he has the piece of tape over his um over his camera on his computer yeah 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 so it's like built in and it's like so there's definitely ability to like i only do that once ask. in a while i only put tape over my computer once in a while for certain activities <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and very even, rarely but it does it has I mean, happened or uh, you know what i like to do i'd like to take like a business like my like the the car with the card that your hotel room key comes in and I would just fold it in half and drape it over my camera. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's real life. And you think about it too. There's a couple things which, which I was freaked out about obviously having kids. And if you have a camera in the room, 
some folks will say that there are certain cameras that have gotten hacked and people are looking yeah, at their children. Yeah, and no like cameras that. in my kid's room. No fucking the, way. The one thing that I am, well, we have like a, a not a closed circuit, but like one that's on a, um, it's not internet based. So like no one could hack it. Um, but the one thing our local police department had said, they said that people can participate in this program where that basically yes. you tell them that you have a camera yes. and that they can basically have free reign of it. Yes. And it's I'm supposed like, to be for outdoor very, cameras. Yes. That's a very dangerous precedent. Yes. And so if a police officer came to me and said, Hey, there was a murder in front of your house. Can we see the, see the footage? I would nine out of 10 times or whatever. I'd be like, fine. Here it is. If it's hey, get a lawyer, get a lawyer, always get a lawyer. Like these motherfuckers don't care who they take down. Like, they don't, but I'm saying, but that's a lot different than just giving them free car blanche to your, to your, cause then they can use it however they want. They can paint a picture. I remember sociology 101, the first thing the teacher, or criminology 101 in college, they said, the teacher said, he said two things. He said, never talk to the police, even if you're innocent. And he said, if you're going to commit a murder, drink a lot of alcohol before. Um, those are the two things he said. And I, it always stuck with me. And now it's like, there's no benefit for you talking to the police, even if you're innocent. There's just uh, no benefit. I had a teacher tell me one time, don't ever let anyone put anything in your ass. It stuck with me. <laughs> well, I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, that, to that, but really, and don't ever, and, and, and don't ever get drunk around someone who wants to put something in your ass. So those are the two things that there was a, there was a story a couple of weeks ago. I, I, I just heard, and it was like a man had something up his, up his, uh, up his rectum. And, um, they, he had to go to the ER and it was like a, like a plastic bunny or something. And his wife did like, when she got there, he was yeah, like, it's weird how that's always men and never women. Isn't it? I'm yeah, telling yeah, you. Dude. They say they always, always say they fell on it. That happens way more often. Than <laughs> well, I don't, I, there was, it was the jackass skit. I don't know if you remember that from one of the jackass movies where he went, he put like a matchbox car up his ass. And then he went yeah. to the doctor and he was like, I have no idea, sir. I just, I have no idea. And the guy was so confused. It was, it was hilarious. So, okay. but thank you guys. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Stay bye. Adios. Hey, listen. So during that call, I went to a, a, a fishing website, right? A, a fishing. And I just fucking watched like, I don't know, 10 minutes or I don't know, two minutes of fishing content. Yeah. And then I closed the app and I opened it up and here's my new searches. It's less beaver, but still no fish. But right. it's putting stuff that other people like the fish on it, right? So it's yeah. changing. Tell me when you see a fish. Mm, no fish. Still no beaver. Fish. Still beaver and buff dudes. Nice phone case. Thank you. It's it's, it's, it's so that... um. We kind of almost the same one. It's so that I, I can find it dis- distinct from my wife's. Uh... Okay, so uh, you can break your arm and keep fighting. We got okay. Uh, two ninety five. Caleb's penis story. We we have to wait till you you come home for that, right? Yeah, can't tell that one. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Wait, wait, I like how fine. aggressive Heidi is with the callers. Like the second yeah. they're like they like barely speak, and she's like, "Okay, next caller, thank you." Done. Okay, <laughs> thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Like all everybody in the comments is just like, "Bye." As soon as they come on, she goes, "Why are you yelling?" <laughs> Oh man, I can I I, I was so oh, I don't know if I should show you guys guys this side of me. I know you guys just think I'm a sweet humble monk. <laughs> but I was so excited yesterday after the Thomas DeLauer show. 
You peeking? I was just flattered that here's a guy. Uh, he has he has lots of lots of options for outlets to to have that conversation, and the fact that he chose the Sevon podcast is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, it's cool. Pretty fucking flattering. I was so giddy on the show. Someone wrote in the comments, Sevon's so happy. I mean, I was so, um, I was so just gelling with him. I loved his stories, except his blood work thing. Can we turn it off so other motherfuckers who are on here can't share their screen? Well, I mean, I actually, <laughs> that. I actually think that was good. You know why? Because he was, when he was speaking, he was like talking like, in a way that the people that watch his show and like follow him were going to come here and watch that piece. Okay. okay. So for me, I liked it because every time I'm like, I don't care like, if you're on roids or not, or what your fucking testosterone is. I want to know about like how you get, like, I want to know about your childhood. But okay, good. That makes sense like to me. That makes me that. feel better. Yeah. That makes me feel better. Because yeah. I guess a lot of people do give a shit. Yeah. Man. Uh I was surprised to see him on a on on good podcast. I listened this morning. On a good podcast. Yeah. He's good. Dude is a wealth of knowledge. Holy shit. But I we didn't even get to we, we didn't even get to like really um ask him much. Like uh, uh, we didn't get to dip into his knowledge. We we got to know him a little bit better. Cool as shit, man. He, he, he in person, his arms are so big that like, you just can't stop staring. Do you remember that Sousa? Yeah. Even when I met him, it was funny. Cause we were like walking down this hill and then grace turns and she's like, hi, do you know why we're here? And his arms just like massive. And he's like massive. Hey. And he like turns and you're just like, Oh, that's a, that's a man. Yeah. His his waist is tiny and his his biceps are massive. Yeah, him and um, him and I thought it was funny the few times he made those jokes that he wonders if his if his show is going to get dinged because he came on my show. That's how <laughs> toxic he knows the Sevon podcast is. But what was funny also about that is he him and Dave had invited me to do a a, a ruck run with them. Mm-hmm. A 35 mile ruck run with a 35 pound pack. And for some reason I didn't go, I wasn't going to do, I was going to do it, but I wasn't going to carry the 35 pound pack. And he had a film crew there. Bye. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what do we think happened? You think his uh, laptop died or he accidentally closed the screen? There he is. Okay. okay. Close the screen. <laughs> I assume, I assume, um, I assume that uh, they wouldn't have, if I would have gone, they would have made sure they didn't film me for that piece, which is kind of funny. Uh, but but I really but I really like Thomas. I hope he'll come back on again. I really yeah. um uh Patrick Anderson, Thomas on California Hormones. No, but that was one of the interesting things he said yesterday. He said that he doesn't think it's if, it's when he does get on. And what's funny is is I immediately called the lady over uh, Sarah Cox, who owns California Hormones, and I said, Yo, girl, maybe this is our guy. Like maybe this guy needs to get some part. I mean, Three million YouTube company, subscribers. yeah. It's like, Fuck. yeah, he knows his shit. I mean, <laughs> he knows his shit. Heidi cut Sevon. Yeah, maybe she did. <laughs> she just pushed a button and covered me. But actually, I, I do. That reminds me. I do need to call Sarah and, and talk. And I actually think it would be a fucking brilliant idea if. And who cares what anyone thinks? It would be a fucking brilliant idea if Liver King got into open to TRT business or got fucking. I should hook him up with Sarah. He should get involved because uh, it's be going to be hard to get off what he's on. And you know, what's weird too is like, have you seen that in a couple of them? He was saying, um, yeah, I'm going to do it natural. 
You know, they're like, so are you done with the steroids? And he's like, yeah, I'm done. I'm going to do it natural. I'm like, why? Yeah, like, I like do some shit for your health. Like, whatever the fuck you were doing that was making you so red and shit. And, like, me, I mean, his arms got too big, dude. He doesn't look like a functional human. He looks he, like. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know, bring you it to a keep, level. You think he should just keep juicing? Is that what you I don't think he should publicly. That. I don't think he should publicly say he's going to do it or he's not going to do it. Right, right. Like I just think he should just do whatever he what's best for him. Who but, fucking but, cares? But I do I agree with you, but I do think it would, it's cool now that his story could be that he's just honest about it. Like, hey, this is what I take every month. Yeah. I still am in the camp of that like none of your fucking business. Number one that, but also too, I just I just think that it, it I don't know. It seemed almost like purposeful. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Yeah, I'm in the. There's no coincidences with a uh, Hiller camp. Okay, I think there's very few in life. There are some, but very few. Um, if you go to cahormones.com, use the code Sevon, you can get a free doctor's consultation. If you live in California, you can get free blood work. If you live outside of California, you have to get your own blood work, and your insurance will probably pay for it. And then you can get the free doctor's consultation if you use the code word Sevon at cahormones.com, and you can find out if you're eligible to be as strong as Gary Roberts or Andrew Hiller. And uh, we have two more, two more listeners who will be coming on here very soon, shortly. Do we have Philip scheduled? Philip Kelly rescheduled? Not yet. Not yet, but he is on our uh, calendar. He pops up at the very end of the month. So we'll get him, we'll get him squared away. What do I think about Dave Lipson and Hiller? Are they dating? They're having sex. They're gay lovers. I weirdly like that. uh, Her icon. I don't think Andrew Hiller will ever leave uh, Alexis. He even said if he found out she was a tranny, he wouldn't leave her. You so weren't we eligible. Oh, test. really? You weren't eligible because your testosterone was too high? Good. That makes me happy. Just kissing for now. Yeah. Okay. Um Let's look at this, uh, 281. There's two links. I'm not sure I understand that. One is PubMed and one is a Vigilant Fox. Uh, it says, read the abstract from the NIH. This must be some COVID shit. You were 900. Wow, you were not eligible. Um, let me Let me see the... COVID-19 vaccines and the misinterpretation of perceived side effects, uh, clarity on the safety of vaccines. Scroll down a little bit. I wish I knew how to highlight this better for when I pops up. Oh, yeah, this is crazy. This is fucking nuts. This is one of those pieces. This, I, I'm, I'm going to get into it here, but they're basically blaming people's stress levels and possibility of having myocarditis on the unvaccinated. That it's the unvaccinated that are stressing out the vaccinated, and that's what's causing them uh, issues. Therefore, if subjects are panicked, concerned, stressed, or scared of the vaccination, their arteries will constrict and become smaller in the in and around the time. Oh, no, no, sorry. Sorry, this is a different one. There's two studies. This one is saying that anti... Okay, here we go. This brief review of the um, offer of data that may demonstrate that misinformation perpetuated by the anti-vaccination movement may be causing more deaths and side effects from any vaccine. 
So what they're suggesting in this paper, this is from the NIH, is that shows like this that aren't even anti-vaccine. By no means is this show anti-vaccine. By no means. We just want to, We just have questions. We just have fucking questions. We just want to know what the fuck is going on. They're saying shows like this that, that ask questions are actually leading to the stress of people who don't want to ask questions, leading stress to the people who, who just want to get vaccinated. It's crazy. Therefore, if subjects are panicked, concerned, stressed, or scared of the vaccination, their arteries will constrict and become smaller in and around the time of receiving the vaccine. This biological mechanism, the constriction of veins and arteries and vessels under mental stress, is the most likely cause for where there has been blood clot strokes, heart attacks, dizziness, fainting, blurred vision, loss of smell and taste that may have been experienced shortly after the vaccine administration. <laughs> So if you listen uh, to the show and for some reason I stress you out because I'm concerned about the overeating of sugar and then you go eat a lollipop, it's really my concern that I placed on the lollipop that's causing the problems and not the fucking 62 grams of sugar you just took in. Oh this is this is this is from Fauci. What a concept. This is from Fauci's company. This Eesh. is this is Fauci's cohort. It's so weird that like how can something write this? Like the last line that you have highlighted is the extreme mental stress of the patient could most likely be attributed to the fear mongering and scare tactics used by various anti vaccination groups. As if the news cycle for the past two fucking years wasn't fear mongering. Okay, go to the top, guys. Look where this is from. These are the same fucking people who told you go to the top. This is oh, from PubMed. Well, no, 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 no. But but the PubMed uh, got this from um, the NIH. I'm pretty sure. Uh, see where this was actually published. Free. Uh, I think this is published in September of the NIH. But I think PubMed is just PubMed is just like. Um, uh, it's it's where all the articles are are you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's basically a just a place you look up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me Got see. Where a was, platform uh, biomedicine. Bullshit. Go to that other link down there, right below the NIH. I think this is from the National Institute of Health. This was published there first by the NIH. This? This. No, no, no. Sorry. Sorry, in my notes. Under 281, underneath oh. NIH. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure this is from the NIH because it says no, in my that, note. This is unrelated. Oh, it is? Okay. Is it any well, edge? Uh, anyway, we're done with this. Grade. Just, just, oh, uh, second grade student suddenly. Oh, yeah. Great. Just another fucking random death. So many. We don't even have to look at it. There's so many of those. I don't want to stress anyone out who's going to get the vaccine. Yeah, of, uh, we hate to cause any side effects by us yeah. talking about it here. <laughs> um, what, what's this 286? Nobody in San Francisco cares. Oh, another one. Oh, oh yeah, this is fucking great. This is fucking great. So this is a two-year-old. Uh -oh. um, a dad reveals horrific details can you block the can you undo the cock blocker yeah just like <laughs> I, maybe i can pull it up and just start reading dad reveals horrific details of baby's reportedly fentanyl overdose 
That um, was here. That at, was here. At, at San Francisco Park. Basically, a kid got fucking ate a pill at a fucking park in San Francisco. Yeah. I think he was a Livermore resident. Making me subscribe, so I'm not going to. At that point, why don't you just bring a bulldozer out and just scoop up all the fucking homeless people, all the drug addicts, and take them away? They have bulldozers that can do that. Why not? Like how I, I, I on, honestly, how many, um, how many uh, drug addicts are you concerned about in order to? What's the ratio of how many drug addicts we can kill to babies? If you, if you had to make a choice, it's come down to that. That's what it's come down to. I know. I know. No one wants to face that question. But how many? Is it one to one? Is it a hundred to one? How many passed out people with a needle hanging out of their arm do we get to throw in the garbage in order to save that kid who's ten months old? You give them all a chance and you say, hey, this side of the line you live, that side of the line you could do your drugs, but we're going to kill you. I would assume probably 99% would go to the side of the drugs. I mean, that's what it's coming down to. He credited the nanny, the San Francisco Fire Department's rapid response, and Narcan for saving his baby's life. Dude, you took your kid to a fucking park that you pay fucking oh, taxes so that, for? That wasn't the one because the the one that I know of, the story that I know of, the, the child actually passed. Oh, oh then there were two, I think. Yeah, because that one was locally here. Two. And so I know a couple of uh, live more. And you're worried. Officers. Hey, that's more than babies died from COVID in the world. Just yeah. so you know. Yep. Yeah. Just, just so you know. And it's so fucked up that I got them mixed up. I was like, oh, oh no, no, it's not that kid that OD'd off its parents' fentanyl. It was another kid I was thinking about. Oh, it's the other kid, right? So I know a couple of Livermore uh, police officers, <clears throat> and one of them came to me, and it was we were roughly the same age and we were talking about some people because um, he went to the spot in the Creek. Cause there's a lot of homeless in Livermore, but they're just kind of in the shadows almost. Right. You definitely see him if you know where to go. And um, he was like, yeah, I was talking to so-and-so and we both knew him. It was a mutual person I went to school with. And he goes, I, I told him, I said, all bullshit aside. He goes, you leave this Creek right now with me. I'll give you a place to stay. I'll get you back on your feet. You can stay at my house, but I'm going to drug test you every single week. And the second you fail, I'm going to kick you out. And he goes, but I'm offering you right now. You leave with me, you could change your whole entire life. And he goes, the dude thought about it for a minute. It was like, no, nah, fuck it. I'd rather live in the creek. It's just amazing. We live in a society that's willing to risk the life of young kids to save 83-year-olds with dementia by the thousands, by the millions. I'm talking about the response that was called the pandemic. And yet there's no urgency to protect 10-month-olds who, who, who the parents are paying taxes to have these parks and then a kid can just eat a, 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 fenton, a piece of fentanyl and die. It's, yeah, it's crazy. The firefighters that I work <laughs> with say that that's the hardest thing is like they'll get a call two, three in the morning and you go in there and you know, somebody OD'd and they walk into the house and it's just a drug house. So the place is just a fucking wreck. There's just random people. You got the one dude passed out who they called nine one one for and they'll hit him with Narcan and they'll pop back up and then everybody's kind of like whatever. And there's just a kid or two walking around three in the morning, two in the morning, three year old, four year old, five year old, almost the age of your boys walking around in this house in that scene where they just had to call 911 because somebody almost died of a drug overdose. And they go, they leave that place 
and they'll do the proper paperwork and say, Hey, this is what we came past. This, there was kids in the house this is what we saw. And, um, they always say that that's the hardest shit that they have to, it doesn't matter. They'll roll up in some fucking, the know, fact that they leave the kids there, right? Like there's like, there's, there's no resources to like do anything. And they're completely innocent. The kids didn't make any of those decisions. They can't choose who their fucking parents are. They can't choose, you know, anything. And <clears throat> yeah, they got to leave them there. Is there any proof of that? That Pelosi and her husband were having threesomes? I would love to see that. I'd love to see that video. Oh, yeah, yeah. The tent. We, I don't mind the I don't mind the drug addicts, but it's the tents on the sidewalks and the needles and just like it just became too much and the stealing from small businesses. And I really I really like this business that's that with the guns outside the gas station in Philadelphia. I'm so curious, like how long it's going to take before someone gets killed. Uh, Will Smith, before my grad program, I worked in a clinic in Portland. We had homeless patients who told me they wouldn't go to a shelter because they didn't want to follow the shelter's rule rules. Hey, I, I knew some guys who stayed in a, in a shelter in New York city and they said it was the most violent, craziest place ever. They said there was just people getting raped and beat up and robbed all the time in New York city. And this is fucking 15 years ago when New York was safe. Homeless shelters are a joke. Uh, I almost thought about doing um. So the guy that comes out to film <clears throat> some stuff at the for the gym and stuff with me, this guy Trevor, has filmed yeah. a lot of the stuff. Um, and uh, I pitched him this idea, and I was like, "Hey, what if we go down there with just a little bit of cash, nothing else on us? You bring your camera, and let's just start interviewing all the homeless people in Livermore." Just see where just see where the film takes us. We'll just go down there and be like, hey, what's your story? If you give us your story, if you give us 20 minutes of your time, we'll give you 10 bucks, 20 bucks. And just start building this collection of interviews from all these people that are living on the streets. Start here in Livermore and then eventually make our way to like Oakland, San Francisco. Savon, do you follow the 10, 10 ancestral tenants, the 10th one being an asshole of steroids? The 10th one's fun, Nate. We know it's fun. The, the, the 11th one is putting a mouthful of cum in your mom's mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So aggressive. And this is why these live call shows have been good flag. It's funny. There's certain people that like like Jeffrey Birchfield, like I, like if he's listening, like I feel bad that I said because he's listening. Like there's like I've categorized people into like classy and not classy. And like Jeffrey's kind of like glassy and like, I always feel like, fuck, I hope like he went to the bathroom or is deadlifting or something when that one came out of my mouth. Like, <laughs> how often I follow that follow- uh, Instagram handle tales of the streets in the YouTube. You follow humans in New York? No, that, I, I, I already sounds. <laughs> it, 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 it was huge for a while. Right. It ended up, I think it ended up just being woke it's, as fuck. Right. It's still pretty big. Um, I don't, I think he's still pretty, like open, I guess he got, he's got, there's some interesting people that he's interviewed. I don't let, like, not all of them are my like great, but he's got some interesting people he talks to. I should 12.3 million. It's yeah. It's massive. I hope that guy got rich doing that. Uh, 280 Ireland loses its way. I feel like all the stuff from 10 years ago on Instagram is like, I don't follow any of that stuff anymore. Humans of New York, Dan Blazarian. It's like, I just assumed that they just like fell off the map. I like how you put them in too. Like, Dan Blazarian in that group. Because that's what they are. Humans of New York, Dan Blazarian. It's the same shit. It's like just so 
10-year-old uh, Instagram pages? Yeah. Uh, department advises against bleep testing in primary schools. So for those of you who don't know what this bleep test is, it's basically you ru- they you you set a distance. Let's say it's 10 yards, and the kids have eight seconds to cross 10 yards, and they do that for a minute. And then after a minute, they have seven and a half seconds to do it, and they go ba- to go back and forth. It's basically the time domain becomes shorter and shorter to cross the same amount of terrain mm-hmm. until finally the kids are just sprinting back and forth as fast as they can. Right. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing, it's an amazing test because through progressions, it gets people who wouldn't work hard to work really, really hard. And it becomes really just um, because the, the distance, the domain is so short. Um, the physical domain, the, the modal domain, um, you can really trick people quickly into putting out a shitload of effort and uh, it's competitive because, you know, there's a bunch of kids doing it. So it's kind of like, um, uh, what's a musical chairs each round. There's someone like kind of dropping out as they get, as they fatigue. Right. So, so scroll down here. Um, maybe I can even open it on my own screen. These jackasses in Ireland are suggesting that they don't use this type of activity anymore. The Department of Education has advised against using the use of aerobic fitness tests, including bleep tests in primary school. The use of whole class physical fitness testing to assess who is the fastest or strongest is strongly discouraged. The new guidelines say these type of activities are demotivating for students whose physical fitness levels are low. And so the great country of Ireland is getting rid of the bleep test. I don't necessarily disagree with that, though. Okay, tell me. I think that when they're at a young age, that there should not be an emphasis placed on uh, winners and losers. There shouldn't be a leaderboard. It should okay. just be. It should just be effort based and made like for all of us crossfitters here. Made those like an AMRAP style where you can't really tell who's a winner, who's who's not, until they end, and then don't keep score. And the reason for this is because you're going to get this big divide. Like the rich are going to stay rich. The poor are going to get poor. So the kids that don't really believe in themselves or didn't really have parents that were physical or did anything in the gym or something like they weren't exposed to it, they're going to continue this belief that they're not good at that, that it's not for them. And then that belief is going to be affirmed by these uh, beep tests or different things like that, right? And then the ones that do well that have parents that did 10 minutes of burpees with them, even on vacation and everything else are going to do really well. They're going to be affirmed by that. So they're just going to get better. And the ones that weren't into it and that didn't have exposure to it are going to get worse. And what it's essentially going to do is you're going to plant this seed that fitness is not for you. It's not fun. You're not good at it. The other kids are, and you shouldn't do it. And then that, that belief is going to stick with them through everything they do. And as soon as PE's done and, sophomore year, whatever the fuck it is, they're never going to do anything physical ever again. So I don't think that there should be a leaderboard for kids that are that age outside of sports. If you play a sport, it is what it is, right? But inside PE, it should literally be physical education. You should be exposing them to different modalities. You're basically talking about my, my life too. That's the way it was for my life. I was the I worst at every sport and I just assumed that I wasn't. And good. How, how good you feel about sports or physical, getting physical not until you're 35. But but I still don't agree with you. I want to fight a little bit. Hello, okay, caller. We can, we can argue. Hey 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 I, uh, hey uh, Savon. Hey Matt. I, I want to fight too. I think I think that Matt is makes a really really good point. 
However, yeah, yeah, he just told is, the story of my life. Yeah, he said that way. He described my life right there. Yeah, but th- but this is the thing. It is that, um, and I had some experiences, by the way, a little bit when I was a kid that were similar to that. But everything changed after I went through puberty. Then, like I, I got really athletic and all that stuff. But um, but I had a, I come from a big family, so there's a lot of competition when I was a kid, and you know I got pushed down a lot. But here's the thing that I realized after I became an adult is that that is how life is. And it was actually very helpful for me to have competition at a young age and lose. And <clears throat> now the difference is I have great parents and they, t- they would, they, they would, they showed me how to lose. They trained me about like, Hey, you don't always win, but you always have to keep trying and you can always get better. And so, but you'll never get that if you don't have, harsh competition where you lose and you know you lose ruthlessly so i i i I think matt is right in some ways but then at the same time i I got so much value in my life by losing by getting beaten you know but you Uh, have the privilege of having parents in a support system can you not use the word privilege can we use a different word i wanted to use that just to check you i was gonna say it earlier but (laughs) no and and matt's making a a really good point though having good parents is it makes an enormous difference so for me it was good yeah it's a a huge advantage but it was a huge advantage that your mom wasn't a whore and your dad wasn't a fucking deadbeat exactly 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 so and the problem is is that most most moms are whores and most dads are deadbeat it's just the way it is uh, so there it's just true it's like people are awful so God, um, and, so you know that's the, the reality but I, but yeah i mean i don't know man it's hey, tough because no, I, where so uh, do you that? get rid of the bleep test or not i want you to weigh in i want you to make a tough decision you're, I, you're I sitting on the council of all schools <laughs> worldwide do you get rid of it or not i would keep it thank you i would keep it thank you two to one yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's just the, there's just so much value in, in, in losing. I mean, I, I obviously there's even more value in winning. There's a famous quote that Tom Cruise has where he says, I don't know why people say, you know, if you, you learn a lot from losing, but I don't think that's the case at all. You, I think you learn way more from winning. Hey, how about <laughs> this? A lot of how, about, that. how about this? How about this? So me, What's you, that? me, you and Caleb and Matt, we do the bleep test and I lose. Right. Okay. So yeah. the next time I would crush all of you, by the way, there the would next, be, there would not be a competition. Not a, a chance. Not a fucking oh, chance. Man. Caleb's already Caleb. fired up because he didn't Dude. say hi. So he's like, so, he's so the next, up. the next time you guys <laughs> all have to, you, the next time you guys all have to put on four pound vests. You, you'd have to put like a thirty pound vest on me, dude. I, I'm a, I, I play soccer. I'm like obscenely fast. Oh, I, okay. awesome. I love the confidence. <laughs> 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 it would be. It would be a bloodbath, boys. It would be a bloodbath. <laughs> Listen, and we just keep you guys just keep having to put on fucking weight vests until fucking I win. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be a pussy, we can do that. And then, and then, and then, basically, and then, basically, um, as, as the time, and so now, now we've leveled the playing field a little bit. Now you guys are getting more fit. And I'm also building some self-esteem and I'm seeing where I'm capable. And now the goal for me is, is like, Hey, can I finally beat one of you as you guys, as we take weight off your weight, weight vest. So you guys are all doing 30 pound vest. I'm doing no vest. By the way, I did bear crawl yesterday, a hundred yards without stopping. In the sand? Did you get in the sand? Yeah. Fuck nut yeah. soccer player. What's your name? Right. I dare you to That's fucking hard. try that. Judah. My tra- Judah. My traps are so fucking sore. I didn't even fucking expect uh-huh. it. 
No, dude, I spend a lot of time. I spend a lot of time in the weight room. You spend a lot of time on your hands and knees. Is that what you were going to say, Judah? Yeah, I'm with you. We're not getting rid of the bleep test. We're not getting rid of the bleep test. Fuck Sousa. Sousa can work with the fucking well cards and in the fucking really good somewhere she making some really good points i'm just he did. a cutthroat he did. person so i mean he, he made, described he my life to a t i fucking hated sports right. and i just embraced the fact that i sucked instead of ever trying to get better and i just found ways to cheat the system and like not do shit and not sweat well but here's the thing there's value even in, in that even in that there's value because if you because i know a lot of people where they suck at everything when they were young but they through them learning that and still having a competitive nature, they learn loopholes in life and they learn how to think, outthink other people. And they became very successful and very intelligent because they, they realized that, okay, I'm not good at this and I've got to figure out how to cheat the system. And that is, there's tons of value in that too. I think there's just a lot of value in people being exposed to harsh competition at a young age. But again, this is not to say that Susan's, you know, uh, Full of, full of, full of baloney. Well, I, I think, think that he's, uh, he's I think we got to put more parameters on it. Like when is it? So if we're going to make the argument, that, like everybody should be exposed to harsh competitions because they're going to learn loopholes and they're going to learn what defeat is. So when does that, when does that start? What age? What age hey, is that? You don't get a swimming, you don't, you don't get rid of swimming pools because people started fucking drowning. So, nah, so I like this, I like this conversation. You're way off, you're way off I, I like this conversation. Here's, Let's figure out how we can use the bleep test instead of get rid of it. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing is that I, I think that, uh, kids become it varies when kids become competitive. I did not, I was not a competitive person until I hit puberty. Until testosterone started flowing, I just wasn't competitive. I mean, I was. In the sense that I didn't want to lose, but I didn't have the willpower to like overcome my obstacles. Yeah, and that that proves like, this uh, point, right? Up. You got the taste so, of some winning, and so you you wanted to win. But yeah, like yeah, me, exactly. I never got the taste but, of winning, and I just fucking circled the bowl well, until I got flushed. My, <laughs> my my I would I would say that we we kind of have a we already have done the studies. We know when kids need to start edu- formal education, and I think that. Uh, when formal education starts, that's when the competition should start because it's already there. They're already getting graded for their intellectual capabilities at a very young age. Right. And it's so already it's, it's, already it's, it's already, it, it already exists. So we're already there. And so I think immediately pretty much kids should start being involved in doing the bleep test. If we want to say that or whatever com- com- physical competition there is, like it should, it should be, begin immediately. I entered and maybe, in a it, crawling it, competition at 10 months old. There you go. I'm going to tell you all about it. So, so sorry, caller, you're going too long. Then I I got to cut you off. Listen, (laughs) I entered Avi in a crawling competition when he was 10 months old and they said, ready, set, fucking go. And he was winning. It was probably like 20 feet. He had to go and he was winning. He was like at the 12 foot mark and there were no other kids even close to him. And the crowd started screaming. It was probably like 60 people. And he stopped and started crying. And a fucking black kid just fucking crawled right past him. And when he, and when he came over, I go, That's, that, that right there sums up your track and field career, dude, for the next fucking 20 years. <laughs> You're going to be crying and some black kid's going to crawl past you. True story. Oh my goodness. True story. I probably have the video uh, somewhere. I fucking loved it. I was dying. I'm like, oh, you got smoked by the black kid crawl past you. That's hysterical. 
he was privileged because he's black, Susan. He was privileged. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just thinking yeah. weird that you're projecting your uh, winnings and losings on Avi so young. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Ah, damn it, <laughs> Susan for the win. Oh, that's good. That's okay. really funny. Well, thank you, caller. I appreciate you siding with me. You're welcome, boys. Okay. Have a good one. Okay. Thank you. I, I still, I'm still holding my position firm. I think that there's so many everything things you're that saying is logical. We're, there's so many things that we're comparing to. There's so many ways to experience disappointment. There's going to be so much stuff that happens in your life. But I just think that if we could set a really good seed of health and fitness and kids are young and when they look back on PE and they're like, this is something I enjoyed doing. This is something that I, I got a lot out of and I want to continue that for the rest of my life because people that come into the affiliate all the time, you know, especially people that haven't done anything their whole life. And they're like, well, I was just never good. I was never good at PE. I never did this. So you're kind of like reinforcing certain uh, behaviors in there that can be. Yeah, that should be the more. goal for PE. You're on to something. So the you goal can for have PE is to help kids enjoy physical activity and sweating, not to actually get them fit. Yes. And let wow. me just clarify the argument. When you have sport, we could have winners and losers. When we're talking about physical education, physical fitness, it should just be effort based. Relative intensity. Thank you for coming to my tech talk. You can join. You can join at CrossFit Livermore today. So what's, this is the locust. Get out of here, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> equity, equity. Yeah, Matt Souza bridging the gap between uh, assholes, assholes, and woke people on the Sevon podcast today. It was a pleasant experience. Um, it wasn't just talk about cum and being a dick and beating up on lip cards. <laughs> Souza represented them well and showed the. Uh, I went out and worked at the elementary school one time and I had it like that. And I was discussing with a small group of teachers about that and um, I felt very on my, my soapbox. So I wanted to bring it here to the show. Everything you said made sense. And, and actually, it, so that's the thing. You basically shifted the subject a little bit, but what you're basically saying is revamp the whole fucking program so that the goal is that people fucking take away a long life appreciation and love for movement. Yeah. Like we don't need to teach them the fucking order of the fucking planets in that class, or you don't have to become the best soccer player, but we want to teach you how to enjoy moving your body. Caller. Hi, Corey. Hi, what's up, dude? Hey, um, if it wasn't for me kicking ass in high school or middle school PE, I wouldn't have grown the love for soccer. So I think there's something to the competition level in conflating, the class. Conflating, conflating. I said, sports still have winners and losers. And then I said, uh, PE's effort-based. But 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 he did PE, but he did soccer in PE. Exactly. Yeah, but the, exactly. the effort that I put, the effort that I put in in middle school, gave me the spirit to be like, hey, maybe there's something here because I can kick these kids' asses. And and it's the effort. So again, you agreed with me because you put in the effort. It wasn't about winning or losing at the time. It was that you put in the effort. You got rewarded because you did well, and then you moved it to soccer. Teachers just don't need. To oh no, I I enjoyed seeing those kids cry when I scored ten on them. <laughs> hey, would they do that? They did that at my – I remember being in junior high, and there was one kid in my class that was so good at soccer that eventually he would just play the whole he, – he would play the whole fucking class. Andy – Yeah, that Andy, was me. Andy Hampf. There would be like 12 of us against him. He didn't even have a goalie, and he would just come down the field and score on us. Uh, I think so. Blonde you hair, blue-eyed devil. You have to be slightly concerned. I think, you know, could this be a catalyst for – them just removing more soft ass shit in school. 
Well, that's, that's the only problem. giving them adversity. That's and that's I, why so, Suze is wrong. That's why Suze is wrong because uh, yeah. you just nailed it. Because they're not going to fix it. They're just going to take that shit out, and it's going to continue. So I do. I, I teach the entrepreneurship that I pitched on your show, and thank you for that. By the way, I've got like 15 people reached out, and I got at least two or three businesses who are going to work with me um, this semester. But anyways, I teach. I teach that class to high school students and middle school students in the summertime so they can see what entrepreneurship and starting a business is like and to show them what building a team is like i do a correlation and we play dodgeball so how do you how do you pick a good dodgeball team you need people who are fast athletic the caller who just called and said with caleb beaver's ass you pick it by random yeah or you or you pick your best friends and that's the losing team yeah or, or you pick your friends but we played dodgeball and one of the girls got hit in the face with a ball. And that was five years ago. And that's because be of whole, that, that's a lesson for, that's going to follow her the rest of her life. Getting hit in the this face. This is why balls. we need butt plugs and not balls. <laughs> yeah. Her, her mom was a doctor, got, uh, got in contact with our Dean and I'm not allowed to play dodgeball oh, on campus shit. anymore. Oh shit. I swear to God. I swear to God. Oh shit. So, what, careful. Susa. What a fun. Killer. Yeah. Careful. Susa. Hey, yeah. you know what's gonna happen? That 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 was it. A, that girl's gonna get hit in the face with a lot of balls her whole life, and her mom's not gonna be there to protect her. Well, until she loses those braces, there's no no chance of that. Yeah, hey, she, dude, she wasn't Patrick, a looker. Patrick Bed David's been going hard. Did you see him fucking tear into Hillary Clinton? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that isn't. That's crazy. That that's a guy of sound mind, basically saying Hillary Clinton kills people. Yep. That's not um, that's not uh some fucking right wing nut job. That's a yeah. I think that, we pay like attention. A, a normal guy sounds like PBD had effort based PE. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Corey. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, bye. I couldn't believe that clip I saw yesterday of Patrick Bed David. Well, was it from it? a show? I don't think I. I yeah, it's from a show. He basically it. says he pulls up all these articles that saying like, "Hey, fifty-seven people or seventy-seven people." I can't remember. And then he goes, "Let's say only half of these are true. No one has this many people around them kill themselves. Even twenty-five Nobody. percent. Yeah. Even if twenty-five percent were true. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Jeff. I know. I. I there's these people on the show that are kind of my, I don't know, moral compass or like the people I keep around me to oppress me. You're my oppressor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, what, what, uh, something interesting. I was, it was something else interesting. I thought about the Thomas DeLauer podcast yesterday. What did he say? He said something that was so fascinating to me about, I should have wrote it down. It's in my mind. It'll come back. It'll come back. Okay. 276. Uh, how are you on time, Caleb? You good? Yeah. Uh, 276 supplements. By the way, there's a massive storm here today. In Newport. Yeah, I guess it came down from you. Did you guys have a storm two days ago? Yesterday. Yeah, was it fun? Was it crazy? It just rained. Streets the, flooded the whole and shit. Day. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, that's nothing cool. like yeah. super nuts, but just consistently rained the whole day. Yeah, it's it's pouring here. Okay. Oh, you only lift me up, Jeff. Don't worry. You only lift me up. I'm just busting your balls. 
Mississippi tested 30 supplements found on Amazon.com to see if what was in the supplement actually matched the label. Of the 30 supplements tested, 13 of them found no trace of the ingredients listed on the label. Zero trace. And nine had additional ingredients that were found nowhere on the label, whether it be fillers or things that just were not accounted for. There's nothing really regulating that these have to match unless they get third party tested, which is so, so important. University of Mississippi tested 30. Hey, um, if, if, if you're into that stuff, watch that episode we did with Andy Holmes. I guess I'm preaching to the choir, the people who watch the live call show, watch all that. But that supplement show we did was cool. We're getting a lot of good feedback from it. Mm-hmm. I still don't want licensure around that stuff. I don't know what the thing is. Uh, 275. I'm very curious what you think about this, Sousa. I am this one I'm tripping on a little bit. High Rocks has opened an affiliate. They actually have a High Rocks affiliate now. I don't think it's mm. like they've had gyms that are like, you know, like, hey, we, we can train you to do High Rocks here. Like, I think you could even do that here. But look at someone. To, oh, maybe I read it wrong. Let drop, me see. This. Drop out CrossFit. Is that what that is? Drop out CrossFit. Okay, scratch that thought. Maybe I, I put the wrong link to it. Someone just told me that this was someone sent me this and they're like, hey, this is the first ever High Rocks affiliate. Mm. Okay, circle back to that idea. We'll have to ask Hunter if that's true. If there's a actually- High Rocks gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it you're is? Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The first, oh, okay. Oh, in Milwaukee. Oh, okay. So it's in Milwaukee, the first one in Milwaukee. Okay, so they already have shitloads of them. Interesting. What does that even mean to be a High Rocks affiliate? It means you specialize. It's spe- it's a it's a CrossFit gym that specializes in rowing and broad jump and running. Yeah, it would have to be. It would just be like this specific training, right? Okay, so it's not the first one. It's the first one in Milwaukee. Well, fuck if you can if you have one in Milwaukee, you've kind of made it. That's bottom of the barrel shit. Um, it's still crazy to me that we don't see more media coming out of CrossFit. It'd have been nuts to see what CrossFit would have done through the last two years if Greg didn't sell. Oh, if they, even before, well, even before then, I, it was too late, dude. Yeah, he, he, he Greg and, and and the fucking retard CEO that they had in fucked up when they fired. The yeah, two thousand. Yeah, you want to see how stupid they are over there? I don't know if you guys care about this stuff. I watch all their media over there. You you want to see how stupid? You mean the they recycled are? media that you did that they just repost now, like it's fucking well, new. That too. <laughs> so but pathetic. I, I I was I was actually going to um, show someone this over at CrossFit HQ. I put this together the other day. You guys want to see it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to show you this. I, I don't I don't know if you guys will appre- I don't know if you guys are going to appreciate this, but let me. Um, so this is the kind of stupid shit I see over there. If you're an affiliate, I guess if you're an affiliate owner, you might care about this. I'm sending this. Uh, oh, I shall I'll send this in the private chat. Okay. So um, this is a video that popped on my um, radar. I don't know. M- m- five months ago, whenever it was posted six months ago, eight months ago. I don't know how old this is, but I, I I feel bad. I I was actually I wanted to show Don this. I wanted to actually, but um, 
maybe he'll watch this and just all you guys can see it. So um, what can you tell me the date that this was published and how many views this has? So this was published four months ago and has 53,000 views. Okay. So this is, I think this was published at the time that the games were going on. Now look at this video right here. Look, watch, watch just like 30 seconds of this video right here. In CrossFit, we define strength as productive application of force. Oh, you might want to pause this shit. I'm sorry. Are they going to ding us for this? They might. Those assholes going to report us? You go like seven seconds and then talk and then play and then Okay. Talk and play. So basically, I just what I want to show you is this. This is a video that probably cost $100 to make, and it's so fucking authentic, and the music is fucking amazing. And this was made at the CrossFit Games and published there like almost like in real time, right? And it's just got um, – scroll up to where you see James Hobart. And it's got James Hobart, like, so endearing, just fucking like, oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, watch this. So this is clearly just filmed on the spot. No production value. This is just camera guys who know how to do their shit. This is probably, I'm guessing, some fucking 22-year-old kid with a fucking camera that they hired and paid him 300 bucks a day to make shit. Look, watch this. I'm guessing. I don't, I don't know that so for a simple. fact. When everything is balanced nicely on a shiny okay, bar pause. on the floor is easy. So anyone can do that. That's shot. You you can do that with a three thousand dollar camera. Um, shallow depth of field, good audio. Uh, cut it with some B roll of them lifting, and then this was probably turned around really quick because this came out during the games, right? Awesome. This is when Don was on. I was telling him like, hey, you should be making fucking five of these a day. You can pay kids to make the fucking greatest content ever. Now this, and I used to see this shit all the time when I worked at CrossFit, and I would just slam my foot down on these idiots. This is what happens when your team is plagiarizing from itself. I'm going to show you what's in the chat. Watch, watch this garbage. They have. They, it's so frustrating. To Do me. we know who made this, this one here? I have no idea. I have no idea who made any of these. I have no idea. I just recognize the time domain that it was, or the time that it was published, and that I, I recognize this. This is the kind of stuff you do where just shit's being turned out really quick. I can tell by the production value. I can tell by the way um, James Hobart is set up. Like I watch that video and I'm like, fuck yeah! I'm like moved by it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. This is this next video I'm going to show you is what happens when you have too much money and you have fucking idiots making videos. Watch this next video. This is the exact same video made. Three months later, by a fucking production team that probably cost $30,000. Okay? They've, they've graded the film, so you can see they've graded it, meaning everything pops a little more. They spend a little more time grading it. And, and it, let me see if you can hear the guy's voice. Go ahead and hit play. Strength is the productive application of force. Shut the fuck up. Already, like... <laughs> like, like, you, you, like... It's but, but feel free. I want. Can you drop both of these videos? I wish I could show you the whole thing, but I know CrossFit like those assholes over there will reach out and fucking ding me. Those pieces of shit that I fucking help them every day, <laughs> and, and and they still can't fucking embrace me. Basically, what I'm what I'm showing you here. I'm gonna post both of these links now. You guys got me fired up. I really didn't want you guys to see the side of me, but you guys all know it's there. This 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 second video is the one um, that they spent – the first one I did – well, you, you can decide. You can decide which one's better. I won't, even, I won't even influence you. You tell me which one makes you want to work out more. Which one? One of those videos cost 100 bucks. One of those videos cost 30000 bucks. One of them is plagiarized off of the other one.
basically what you have there is you have just a uh, you have a uh, uh, you have two factions that are not communicating with each other, and you have just world class idiots in charge. The leadership is so fucking bad in the media department. It must be it's and it's been it's just continuing to fucking get worse. And when I see shit like this, I'm just like, wow, someone's actually even. And what what actually. What first got me on this train, well, I don't know what's first, but recently you saw that Chase Ingram, I ever talked about this on the podcast, endlessly, you saw Chase Ingram interview Don Fall. Yeah. And you can't find that video. I, I, challenge, any, yeah. I challenge anyone to try to find that video. It has 1,200 views. The YouTube fucking channel doesn't have a profile picture for where the CEO is published. That's like YouTube 101. It's so clear someone's trying to, that there's such, uh, and that's the affiliate dollars being spent. That's all I think. Oh, you you pay money to the mothership and all they have to do is make content for you and send out lawyers to make sure no one's stealing the name and they can't, and instead they have these egotistical maniacs working in the media department they can't figure out how to push forward and put their problems aside with each other. Mm-hmm. And instead they do shit. I mean, someone, you have James Hobart talking about strength in real time with a video that cost fucking a hundred bucks. That's so beautiful. And then you have this other team plagiarizing that video three and a half months later with one third the views and you're using Todd Whitman, Adrian Bosman and Justin Berg and you've dumbed the whole thing down and made it shit made me want to walk away. That's your affiliate dollars. Yeah. It's pathetic. And why would they even... Fucking pathetic. Why would they even open another channel called CrossFit Podcasts? Because someone hates Chase. Or someone hates Don. Or someone hates something over there. Yeah, it seems very self-destructive because... The the people they have in charge of the games are horrendous. You have to know her. Dear dear Don, they're holding you back, dude. Your own team is holding you back. Mm. Set mm, them free. Mm. Stop spending any money on that any fucking yeah. corporate fucking media. No one is excelling that way. How does Thomas DeLauer, a one-man band, dropping more health information than CrossFit HQ? Oh, it kills me. Now, don't get me wrong. Thomas is no fucking slouch. But he's an entrepreneur, and you don't have entrepreneurs inside of CrossFit anymore. You've killed them all. You've stifled them all. That's a joke. That's real. CrossFit yeah. Podcast has 663 subscribers. Yeah, and majority of them are finding out that this exists right now because we're pointing to it. We've, yeah, we've just shown more people on this show than the, than the CrossFit. It's, it's, it's so bad. Hey, I like- know it's, it's beyond ridiculous. CrossFit HQ is like spending your money with the government and Thomas Delure is like spending your money with Elon Musk. Yes. Like one of it just propels and does way more with your dollar than anybody else could. And one of it just does nothing. And I want to tell you, I I don't put any of this on Don. This shit is like, I like Don. I like Don too. I'm not putting any of this on him. This is like, um, this is like in the engine room of the, uh, of the boat. It's a super important room, but it's fucking way down there at the bottom. Yeah. Bunch of dirty scumbags in there with oil all over them. Great analogy, Susan, regarding government and Delauer. Oh, one more time. Say it one more time for me. 
I was just saying that CrossFit HQ is like it, it's basically taxing all the affiliates and then wasting our money as opposed to somebody like if, if you were to ask and say, hey, you guys want to fund Matt? I mean, Matt, <laughs> if you guys want to fund uh, Thomas Delure and see what his media does, or do you just want to keep dumping your money into what CrossFit's doing with your money, which right. is which is nothing? Yeah, Thomas Delure, maybe he'll start up a affiliate program. No, I'm not asking for a fucking coup. Just, I just wish that they could see. Um, it's uh, not a hey. It's just can, like, can you see? Can you see how many times um, our affiliate? Uh, vi, um, uh, can you? Do you have access to our Instagram account? Either of you guys? I don't have access yeah, to it, the Seven Podcast. Can you see <laughs> how many so times <laughs> that 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 thing's been uh, that that thing's been uh, reposted? The affiliate video. Do you have a camera? Do you want me to grab it? Uh, I can. Uh, oh. They they redid a one hundred dollar video for thousands of dollars and ruined it, but they didn't repost. I know this is just jerking myself off. The greatest of piece of affiliate content in fucking four years that would have been free to repost. It's been shared twelve hundred times on their Instagram, uh, and it has almost fifteen thousand. Or no, yeah, wait. 141,000 views. Jesus Christ. Yep. Yeah, crazy. Yep. Crazy. It's weird. They don't even I, go live yet. They don't even go live yet. How how is it that yeah, CrossFit they'll HQ never doesn't go, go live. live? They'll never go live. Cuz they're scared. They'll never go live. Yes, because it, it has to be curated and they're missing the envelope. Like like CrossFit's trying to CrossFit's closer to Noble than it is to like where we are. Like CrossFit wants to be like noble and it doesn't want to be like in, in, I almost, um, let me see that. Let me see that CrossFit podcast while Susa talks. Go Susa. I want to see I, who they've had on, what guests they've had on. I, I brought it up when Don was on the podcast and I said, Hey, are you guys willing to like push a message that is the CrossFit methodology and take attacks from mainstream media and everything else? And I just don't think they are. Like, I don't, I don't even need to be the head of media for fucking $15.95. I could help unfuck them so quick. So fucking quick. I know exactly what the problem is. Yeah. I know exactly what the problem is, it. and I know how to fix it, and I know how to just set – I would just set goals and, uh, and expectations from people, and we, that we would just start – the media machine would start churning out. The one thing that they do need me for is as if they – I can do a couple interviews and some L1 content that I think would fucking um, – move the needle for them they would sell nothing crazy but they'd sell 20 more l1s a day they would sell six thousand more l1s a year if they brought me on to just and i could do that shit for them for free with with, with, with a butt plug in <laughs> crossfit changed the health and fitness landscape landscape and it brought definitions and 200 so, so sorry, 213 views on yeah, click, the one before click, Don. Fall. Go to popular. Caleb, scroll up and go and click popular. See what the most popular one is. CrossFit changed what the uh, health and the health and fitness industry, how it looked and in, in everything. It changed everything about it. And now CrossFit and the HQ seems like they want to move more towards just another orange theory or do what these people do and moving away from what made it so awesome and popular in the first place. Just gritty and real. That's what just that first video real. was. That's what that first video with Hobart was. That was like just real. Just a just you you caught. It looks like they just caught him outside the venue of the swimming event. Is what that looked like. 
Didn't that look like he was out in front of the swimming event? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the games. Mm-hmm. And they and there's and, and I'm guessing it's someone just like, hey, can I ask you some questions? Yeah, actually, that was right outside the stadium. I know exactly where that was because when you have your the media pass, you get. To oh, go it was, so it wasn't the swimming event. It, it was a stadium, swimming event, oh, but okay. it was like back behind where you would come in with a with a media pass. But it's yeah, it's it's nuts. It's like. I don't understand what the issue is. Like, why can't they just start talking about the methodology, put a camera in front of all the L1 trainers, just start doing it. Like, I don't understand. The only reason why these other ones, by the way, that they're even getting even slightly more views is because people are trying to figure out what the events are at the game. So when you say, when you see programming of the CrossFit games or, or noble CrossFit games, those are people like athletes trying to get clues. And the testing is because all the CrossFit games athletes are juiced up and they're wondering if they've been caught yet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is pro that is probably the problem that there's that every that. So every, I don't know who you're referring to, but every single person in there has to be fucking sold on the methodology. Yeah. Like it's fucking scripture. And if you have anyone who's, who's not in there like that and doesn't see the importance of it and by methodology, also, I mean, also it's placement in the world and its importance. Then what they do is they start putting their ego in the way of disseminating the information. And, and by the way, that is exactly what happened. Why CrossFit had its downfall in 2018. Uh, people's ego got in the way of disseminating the information. Hey, you think if you took all the decision makers at CrossFit HQ, like the real decision makers, and you separated all of them into their own separate rooms, and you said, write down the definition of CrossFit and its importance to the world, what do you, do you think? Oh, I you would get you. some crazy shit. You would get some crazy shit. You know how, like they said, it's important. That guy, at, um, that that guy at that charter school said it's important. Inclusivity involves teaching kids how to use butt plugs and dildos. Mm-hmm. There would be people like, there's people there who work like that. Yeah, there's people exactly. in the media department who think that it's more important to share the message of uh, uh, that this is for everyone and that it, you can save your life. It's more important to show that uh, hey, this film was made by a female camera operator. Right. Than it is. Yeah, the yeah they have fucking ding dongs yeah, like yeah, that yeah. in their ranks. Tons yeah. of high level, high level. And if you were to go back I'm to suck 2000- cock to get where they're at, I'm not joking. We all have our roles. Not a metaphor. If you were to take all the decision makers. How did we end up on this? I don't know. But if you take all the decision makers from 2016 or whatever, you know, before 2018, and you separated everybody down to the lowest level, the guy that came to HQ and and cleaned the place up, which I volunteered to do, by the way. I have receipts. I offered to come down there and clean that place up multiple times. Um, And you separated all of them. And you said, hey, write down the methodology of CrossFit. What is CrossFit? You would all they would all have the thread of the same exact answer. Cause those type of people that were there before, and you've already said it, like they don't they would do what they're doing already, even if they weren't part of CrossFit HQ, because they were just so bought in on the message. So true. Daniel Garrity, I was at work happy hour last week, hitting on my boss's girlfriend as he was throwing up in the bathroom, and I started a rant about CrossFit being the cheat code for the human genome. I'd be watching this podcast too much. Just sucking the old cock. Yes, Kenneth. Cock. My kids, my kids love it when I cock the garage. We have to use black cock because our flooring is black. We want it to be seen. Who are the real Anyway, that's I it just I don't I don't know what sometimes I wonder why I care. But maybe I don't care. Maybe it's just all I know, and it's um, just a chance for me to talk about what I know and brag. And 
whatever. I don't, I, I don't feel like I'm bragging, but I just, it's like, I, I just feel like I could fix it so easily. And I think that anyone could go back and look at my credentials, especially my last two years there, 2016, 17, 18, see what we do with the media and, and put it next to the metrics of the growth of affiliate seminar sales and games. Mm -hmm. I've told this before. The only issue where I think we were struggling a little bit was affiliate retention. We hadn't quite, quite cracked the code on that. You know, what's but, interesting is when I affiliated <clears throat> and this, I don't know if this would, if anybody else felt like this, who owned an affiliate, I was waiting for something to show up in the mail. Like I wrote my little thing. I went back and forth, like with my point of contact and, you know, which I think was like Roy McKernan's wife. Uh, maybe. Yeah. 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 And, she, uh, Angie. She, I think she worked in the affiliate department. Yeah. Yeah. She did. I know she did. Yeah. I know she and, did. Yep. and so anyways, I went back and forth with her, got all my affiliates set, set up and then I was like all stoked and I like kept checking the mail, which is like weird as shit. But I kept, I kept checking the mail and I was like, it would be cool if like a, some sort of package showed up like congratulations you're part of the family like here's a fucking sticker and like you know something like this an inclusivity poster showing like all the people from all the colors of this oh oh and said hey you know welcome to the family here's this here's here's uh here's the state of the industry this is the numbers this is what you're up against these are some resources these are some great things that you could go to check out a cute welcome packet. Yes, Heidi. That's what I was expecting. Yes. And I got nothing. Which was fine. It was fine because I got my gym and my affiliate chip. I started opening. But it, it was just, it, I don't know. It was just, it was interesting at the time. And I wonder like, you know, are they thinking about that now? Um. So, uh, you know, what's interesting is you just reminded me of something. By the way, that, will you hold that up again? That, that, uh, um, that just reminded me of something. So I, so we're trying to th that. This is from Two Brain Business, by the way, guys. This is this called the State of the Industry. If you are an affiliate owner and you don't have your hands on this, you have to get your hands on this. You have to, you have to. This is this will be porn to you. This will be candy to you. You will love every single page of this. This yeah. is from Two Brain Two Brain Business. It was just released. It's called State of the Industry. It's a it's a beautiful magazine. Yeah, it there's is no like, ads in it. Every single page is uh, um, uh, graphics and writing and stuff that you want to see in order to it's educate like, yourself about what's going on inside the fitness industry in regards to just hardcore metrics. No fluff. Not like, hey, you should hang your bands over there. Or no. I mean, this it's like all shit that you can act on with application to your business. Every single piece. Go ahead. Yeah, the first page starts with like, where did the data come from? And it tells you exactly where they source their information, which is awesome. God, it's so good. There's a whole like write up. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. You have to get this. I don't know. I don't know how you get it, by the way. I wish I could tell you. I don't know if you got to like go to Two Brain Business website. I don't know if you can. Can you, can you go there, Caleb, and see? I don't know if like if you go to their website and get this. I, do, fuck owning a CrossFit gym. If you own any gym, if you own a business, if you own a small business, you probably want this thing. You probably want this thing. Anyway, so, um, it's not an MLM welcome aboard packet. No, no, no. This isn't. No, I don't know what this. I don't know what that means. Oh, what's that like? To what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's, that's okay. A year ago, we published the first of its kind analytical breakdown of the fitness industry. It gave readers an unprecedented look into how Jim and their owners were actually performing a business as entrepreneurs at the time. It represented the largest set of data ever gathered on the topic. Yeah, you want to know how much you should charge, what the average gym charges, blah blah blah, all that shit. What the average gym 
it's it's God, it's so good. But anyway, so Susan and I are trying to put together a show, uh, and Caleb, three of us are trying to put together a show where we're going to review, we're going to go over how much it costs to run a gym, and we're going to pick 10 different cities around the world or whatever, or five different cities. And anyway, it just reminded me that I was asking Chris Cooper if he would help us, and he sent me a text saying, oh, yeah, of course he'd help us. So uh, awesome. I can't wait. Hopefully in the next week or two we'll get that that show launched. Caller, hi. Hey, what's going on, guys? Devon, oh, Mr. Sorry, Suda. So, sorry, so, sorry, interrupt you, caller. So you're saying that this to me, Caleb? You can just go on here and order one of these? Yeah, it looks like it. Oh, shit. You just okay. put in all your information, and then just say get access, and then it'll. It looks like it's just like a download. Yeah, so it's like Noble. You just have to trade your email, and they'll give you whatever you want. Yeah, and just yeah, sell your soul and everything else, and you get. Okay, caller. Hi. Hey, no worries. Hey, you guys are continuing to be the sugar of the podcast industry. Once I started listening to you guys, I couldn't go back to regular conversation. You guys just make it so much more interesting, but I hope you guys are doing well. Hey, you guys were talking about the affiliates. Thank you. Thank you. How often, yeah, no problem. How often, it's a good kind of sugar, but I can listen to it all day and not get fat. You know I mean? My brain is, I'm absorbing good information, something I can think about, I'm not going to a comatose on Instagram or whatever, but... You guys were talking about, (laughs) yeah, it's it's weird how you you look at one picture on Instagram and then your your wife will catch you scrolling on the the discover page. And it's like 50 things you don't want her to see. It it can be a real struggle sometimes, but the affiliates. Yes. How often does HQ do something for the affiliates? I was listening to a podcast a long time ago. And Savon, you said something. You have renters, and one month out of the year, you would forgo their rent for some kind of project or whatever they want to do the apartment or the yeah, house. Yeah, I would. I would have all the windows cleaned, screens taken off, window seals cleaned, all of that shit. Bathroom recocked, skylights cocked. Just basically, just a walkthrough of checked. I would spend. I spend about one month of rent just doing like repairs, paint, like touch up paints, whatever. Yeah. What if HQ did something like that? How often do they do things, basic things like that? Maybe they need a rower. Maybe they need to send a coach. Well, Susan told me a fucking brilliant idea the other day. It seems like a fucking absolutely no-brainer. You know, they just fired 16 people over there. They just fired their team that was like the the United States affiliate reps. You know, people like um, uh, Dale King were fired, right? And But what they should do is they should get rid of that whole fucking team who's ever left over there. Sorry, Chase. They should get rid of all those people and they should use that money to offer free continuing education to affiliates. So basically, they should be. so, like- so b- build one course every single year that can be taken online or just take a pay, pay, uh, pay Chris Hinshaw to do, uh, you know, four courses a year that are free to affiliates or something like that. They should offer some sort of thing where it adds value to not only the, not a discount at fit aid, but just they should they should offer uh, continued education courses for free. And what's crazy is, is that would also then promote those courses to to they could probably get Hinshaw to teach that shit for free because it would be crazy promotion for Hinshaw. Mm-hmm. Imagine getting forty affiliates in a room together to fucking take an Hinshaw course. Imagine how much media you can make out of that. Oh, it'd be insane. Fuck, dude. While I was Absolutely. there, like what I like me personally, what I could do for them 
I could do a million dollars worth of work for them. If you got 40 affiliates together and made them take Chris Hinshaw's class for two days, the shit that I could get from them just doing interviews with them of why they affiliated would be content CrossFit could use for a fucking year that wasn't even related to Chris Hinshaw. Do you know what I mean? Just give me those 40 people in one room together where they can't run away for two days, and I would extract enough content from them to change the trajectory of CrossFitting forever. It just be just by myself with the camera. So, yeah, it'd be so cheap. cheap. Well, I wouldn't be cheap, but everything else would be cheap, super cheap relative to what they'd get out of it. I ain't doing none of that. Well, actually, I'd probably do anything Don asked me, to be tr- to be honest. And just a comment on yeah. the way CrossFit is going in general. Yeah. It, it's, it's much like the rest of the world. There's an analogy. The leadership there is losing its members. And just as the United States, the bad leadership has caused us to lose petrodollar. I think you were talking about that before. Yeah. It, it's almost like a poison. Yeah that poison that's going to spread until someone like you or anybody goes and stops that nonsense because it won't stop. Well, what they need to do is stop worrying. They need to stop worrying about people. So like like the perfect example is like the brand. Instead of being concerned that people might think this is an American brand, we need to double down on the fact that it's an American brand. Just like Gucci should double down on the fact that it's an Italian brand. It's okay. Instead of worrying about hurting people's feelings, like in the ideal situation when Greg did Floyd 19 and people called him racist, and the ideal situation had been like, fuck you, you're racist. He would have explained one time why they're racist. You know, because they think that what he said is racist and they're projecting their racism onto him. And then he should have cut all those affiliates off. The thing is, is and trees are like this and it's a perfect fucking metaphor. Everyone knows you got to prune back the trees and they go come back faster and stronger. Those fucking idiots weren't made for CrossFit. And you know what? Half of them would have come crawling back. Imagine how strong the brand would be right now if it would have raised its middle finger at that. Mm. Holy shit. Yep. Gangster, they have to. gangster, more gangster than Tupac, mm-hmm. and so. It's, but I it's think not people too would late. love it. Yeah, it's not too late. The brand needs to just stay true to the truth. We are a fitness program that even a pygmy midget albino will fucking flourish on. It's made for your DNA, lesbian Jew. I, I, sorry, I should have put those in there earlier. Like that's what the fucking message is. Any fucking human being. This is for you. That's it. We don't get into any of the other details. Fall into the weeds. Fuck off. And people will be so loyal. This is for pedophiles. This is for NFL players. This is like this. We we. uh, Sorry, but I seen the Taliban doing over. I seen the Taliban doing overhead squats with their rifles. Sorry, I don't care. Let them do it. I know. I know. Let them look like jackasses. That's how inclusive this shit is. Sorry, I agree. Hey, Mr. Bieber, thank you for your service. You look like you're living like a king uh, over there in the Air Force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in the Navy. I, I was just laughing how you can bring food back to where you sleep at. I was, I was on a ship, and we could never, <laughs> ever take food you're out like, of the galley. You're a little like, bitch, Caleb, with your apple. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you got, like, a whole jelly-filled apple over there, and yeah, in your yeah. little bunk, everything's all lined up nice. I couldn't believe it. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're... Uh, I'm glad you're doing okay over there. But yeah, it just seems like the Navy was a lot different. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Very compact. It. Yep. All right, guys. I appreciate your time. Uh, keep on killing it. Thank you for the call. Thanks yeah. for the sober voice. Yeah. Did you Did you see the thing I put in the private chat? No, Caleb saw it. <laughs> oh. Uh, I don't. I think you should wait. Roger that. 
I think you should wait. Thanks for asking. I think yep. you should wait. Yep. I think that's the courteous thing to do. Yeah. Uh, awesome. uh, we're not keeping any secrets from you. Just uh, uh, Souza has some information. And I just think he should wait before <laughs> he shares it. I mean, he's going to share it. He'll share it. You guys will even know before he shares it. You guys will find out. But I think it's appropriate that. Uh, that yeah, we, we should definitely have a discussion about it afterwards. Hey, so I just got an email from YouTube. I just got a fucking email from YouTube and it says it came two hours ago. But on the screen grab, the picture is the image that Caleb just put up 10 minutes ago of the form you fill out on Chris Cooper's. Oh, did he enter your email? <laughs> Two brain. No, 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 no. This is a YouTube notification that came two hours ago saying the show is live, but the image oh. it's using is from 10 minutes ago. It updates periodically. So no shit in my email? Maybe. It's all Google. Yeah, it's all connected. So, yeah. Email YouTube. Son of a bitch. Search. Son of a bitch. Nobody notices the emails that I use. I'm kind of disappointed. I saw it. I love Rosemary at Gmail. Oh, I don't want Katie's comment to go unnoticed here. You're a good dude. Uh, The CrossFit ethos is a good reflection of the early American ethos. Personal responsibility, hard work, middle finger to the government. That's what made the CrossFit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well said. Oh, no, Glassman hasn't. Well, he has been booked, but I don't ever tell you when he's booked because... Because it always falls through, but he's been booked a few times. <laughs> my email tracks my eyes. I I I I know. Susa popped pop my. I lost my virginity to uh, the Susa today's eye tracking service. Um, okay, uh, two hours and sixteen minutes. Um, okay, how about number thirty-four? Don't eat Popeyes. Oh, this is a Patrick Bed David. Which one? What number? Don't eat Popeyes. Uh, 34. 34, sorry. Somebody in the chat said PBD like talks about himself a lot. And I was like, oh, shit. That's what do you him. mean? Patrick Bed David talks about himself a lot? Yeah, like use a, uses his like, I don't know. It was just interesting. It was a different perspective that I hadn't thought about before, but he really does. Not a you mean like his, like his youth, like growing up, like how he relates to shit? Yeah, yeah. I think I do that a lot, too. I try I li- to do that. I like that because I think it like humanizes it, but I could see how someone think it's negative. I'm trying to share stories that are amusing. I just want to mm-hmm. be funny. Okay, let's go. Action. Ant was just telling us that he puts a lot of this on him, and he's got to be better in back-to-backs, that he has not done that so far. Can you help him through that, or just is that a young player trying to figure out what to do in this league and how to how to answer the bell two nights in a row. I mean, like I, you know, I, I, maybe I could do a better job of teaching him how to take care of his body, you know, diet and everything. So that'll be on me. Um, I know y'all think it's funny up here when he talks about Popeyes and all that shit. You know, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't make me happy to hear, you know, we're high-level athletes. So, um Ant was just telling us that. Oh, interesting. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is a soccer player or what, but he's based basically basketball. Okay. So basically I guess what he's saying, I guess I pulled a clip because he's saying it's kind of refreshing to see, right? He's like, well, he has the Gatorade up there, but he's like, yeah, 
I don't think it's funny that when they say professional athletes eat Popeyes. What's that next clip down? It says uh, that didn't have a number. Do you see it? Yeah. Okay. What's that one? I can open it too and see. Oh, CNN destroys Biden. Okay. Yeah. Play that. <laughs> you just wrote uh, essentially saying this is Joe Biden doing what Joe Biden does. Yeah, well, he he I, I never imagined how quickly this would all unfold. The person they sold on the campaign, the nice old, you know, moderate grandpa who just wanted to help everybody get along and compromise is not what we got over the last year. He has no mandate really to do much of anything. It's amazing that he got a couple of things done when the mandate was really uh, pretty clear. 50-50 Senate, a near 50-50 House and a pretty close presidential election. The mandate was simply replace Donald Trump and don't do anything drastic or stupid. And everything about this agenda is extremely drastic. And he's been angrier than I think people expected. He's been more divisive. He's been more partisan. You look at the issues. We built five years of coverage on Trump out of Russia, COVID, and democracy. The president at his press conference invites Russia to invade the Ukraine. We got more deaths under Biden than Trump. And now we have the president and vice president and leading Democrats questioning the legitimacy of the 2022 election. Are we any better off? You just wrote... Mm -hmm. <laughs> how, how 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 is anyone still fucking voting democrat Just... okay uh oh here's another project veritas one can we do that right below it it's um what's going on at cnn This is from uh, the right-wing uh, conspiracy organization, Project Veritas, attacking the poor people at CNN. Action. Chris? Hey, uh, I'm James Lalino, Project Veritas Action. The woman that no, you've been no, meeting... No, no. This, the woman that you've been meeting with is actually an undercover journalist for Project Veritas Action. So we have you on undercover camera talking about... Well, see, you're mocking cops, firefighters, and police here about the vaccine mandate. Are they going to get their jobs back? I'm not talking to you at all. Uh, you're talking to me right now, sir. So we have you on. We're going to release. I'm not talking to you. Well, sir, we're, we're talking to you right now. I'm showing you the footage. That's you sitting there. Did you, would you like that to was see? taken without my permission? I'm not talking to you. You said Republican governors flooded our system, quote, flooded our system. How long until New York City's pro-migrant policies become unsustainable, sir? Chris, you also said you don't know if Adams is capable enough to navigate the crisis that's going on right now. What else do New Yorkers need to know about uh, Mayor Adams' incapabilities? When will Adams demand action from the federal government, Chris? You mocked cops and firefighters and nurses. Do you have the courage to do what they do? Oh, <laughs> Adams is corrupt. Shit. He did say that. Uh, what is he doing that's corrupt? I mean, you got to know where the bodies are buried. You're like one of his top aides, so... James Lalino, Project Veritas Action. We drop the iPad down on the table, and their eyes pop out of their heads. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's the, uh, I, I think that's pretty old. I think since then that guy's been fired. That was with a, one of the top aides to the garbage mayor of New York City. There's so much dirt on that guy. It looks like uh, Elon's about to go after Fauci. Did you see that? What he what he what he tweeted this morning? 
Mm-mm. prosecute Fauci, something like that. Like uh, pronouns are prosecute Fauci. Gonna get crazy, I think. No, no one in no one in New York has a car. That's the thing. Everyone just walks. My pronouns are prosecute Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> savage so savage that's so good um and for anyone who thinks that that's dangerous or wrong or mean or a person in power shouldn't do that here's the thing he hasn't kicked Fauci off of Twitter right he hasn't kicked Fauci off of Twitter uh number 42 don't try this at home Fauci or 41. You want to do 41 instead, Caleb? Are you at 40? Can you do 41? I'll do either. Okay, let's do 41. It just seems more appropriate since we were just talking about Fauci. Hey, if, for all of you out there who's like parents and friends believe Fauci, don't you? Doesn't that just make you just like, here we go. Action. Take in so many states and so many localities uh, to see schools closed as long as they were. I think in some case, I, w- I don't want to use the word mistake, John, because if I do, it gets taken out of the context that you're asking me the question on. Well, but it was uh, I, I, too high a price. Yeah, I would say that what we should realize and have realized that there will be deleterious collateral consequences when you do something like that. This idea that this virus doesn't afflict children is not so. It does. We've lost close to 1,500 kids so far. But, but much less than yeah. the older population, obviously. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. But you shouldn't discount that it does afflict children. So it isn't without consequences. If you go back, and I ask anybody to go back over the number of times that I've said we've got to do everything we can to keep the schools open, no one plays that clip. They always come back and say Fauci was responsible for closing schools. I had nothing yeah. to do. I mean, you're, I you're, mean you're, let's get down to the facts. Uh, lost fifteen hundred kids from myocarditis, Mister Fauci. Is that is that what you mean? Yeah, well, that's so. And it's frustrating that he doesn't press him. Fifteen hundred kids from what? Yeah, I know. You know, like doesn't clarify there. Uh, yeah, I hear you, Kenneth. Elon gives me antichrist vibes sometimes. I hear you. I, wait, wait, I, wait, why? How? He's got this whole fucking turn us into robots vibe going too. With the Neuralink? Yeah. I think that he sees around the corner and knows that, that, that there's going to be the rich are going to become a different form of human. They're going to have abilities and capabilities that are going to be much further reaching than people who can't afford to have that technology. You mean, you mean like how uh, rich people had in the 80s had airbags, but the poor people didn't? Yeah. And now you're going to have access to languages information the ability to do math quicker my friends have uh cars that park by themselves exactly poor me doesn't have that and if he's if he sees around the corner and says hey if i'm gonna do Neuralink and we could do it to a robot does the implant did you guys watch that did you watch the Neuralink presentation no kenneth i hope you watched it if you're making comments like that yeah kenneth yeah kenneth come on but if you if you 
watch it. He's trying to create something much like the rockets where it's reusable and sustainable because that's going to be the fastest way to mass production. It was the same game plan that he used with Tesla. So he created this roadster. It was a sports car that was for the rich, but they were also conscious of the planet because they were going to drive the electric car. So once he sold enough of those, that proof of concept and get the thing rolling, then he was able to go back to make something more affordable, like the $60,000, whatever mm. the stock model Tesla is. That's how everything anyway. works. That's, that's how everything how, works. That's right. So he could see around the bend and he's getting out in front of it with Neuralink and creating this, uh, like the robot does the implant, the robot puts it into, into the skull and then makes all the insertions into the brain. So that way too, you're, <clears throat> you're not having to use surgeons and everything else. <clears throat> so it'll make it available for mass production. It'll make it much, much easier, much more accessible because at some point you don't have to get it. You don't have to get it, Katie. No, you're just going to fall really far behind everybody who has it. You can still be really rich. I'm really far behind other people who wear shoes, and I'm kicking ass. So don't worry. <laughs> but I mean, think about it. If you have, if someone has the ability to tap into, like right now, if we're having a conversation, I have the ability to tap into the Internet of Things and pull all that information out faster than I'm even knowing that I'm thinking about it. What advantage do I have over you guys? Um, I don't. I pee outside a lot, and it gives me an advantage of people who use the waste their time going into the bathroom. Exactly, and it's less environmental Yeah, yeah. See, look, I'm so much more advanced than Caleb. I just fucking pee wherever I want, and I don't waste the world's water by flushing it back out into the ocean. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. So I'm not making a claim that it's like good or bad either way. I'm just. uh, Do you remember when Suzu was human and now he's a robot? God, I like human Suzu so much better. With my super, I'm telling you, you gotta get that book. Do you have those books organized like Dewey Decimal System style? No, no. But these two are together, and this is it. Oh. Homo Deuce. It's <laughs> my favorite book. I, I yeah, I Homo reminded Deuce. me to read that. Can you, is, is that author? I only want to read books with the author still alive, so I can have him on the show. Is that author still alive? Yes, and he's awesome. This is the first one I've mentioned a couple of times. I know. I so, sorry. He, okay. Someone someone just texted me. He's watching the show. Straight partners like using toys together too. I hear you. I hear you. But I but I but I think that toys are a requisite if you're a gay dude. Like it's just like every. I think every gay dude probably has toys. Correct me if I'm wrong. Whereas I think a lot of straight people like me. We don't. I don't have any toys. I don't have any toys. No toys. I am the toy. <laughs> uh, 46. This one's already making me uncomfortable. It says, do you know Wilma? 46. I swear to God. <laughs> do you know this one? No, but I just have a feeling I know where it's going. Do you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so good. This is so good. This is this is what I want my Instagram search to be full of. Just this stuff. You know Wilma? Wilma who? Wilma balls in your mouth, bitch. <laughs> you know Wilma? Wilma who? Wilma balls in your mouth, bitch. Everyone has to use that today on someone. Do you know Wilma? Wilma who? Wilma balls fit in your mouth, bitch. <laughs> Sound like Justin Unley. 
No, I don't underestimate it. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I think a lot of people probably. I, I, I've been to your. I've been to people's houses and opened up their drawers and seen the just the whole variety of vibrators and dildos girls have. I'm just saying. Or Austin has. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that was a watch out, Heidi. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, I'm trying to think if there's any of my guy friends that I know that have toys. I, I don't know anyone who owns like one of those things like a pocket pussy or like that thing I've seen on um, Instagram where it's like it's like just sucking off the hot dog. Have you seen that thing? No, I should I should pull up a clip. What? There's I, this I machine think- you can buy and I've seen it demoed on Instagram and it goes on a hot dog and it just pulls up and down on it. I mean, it's obviously not for a hot dog. I, also don't, but like I don't know any that, dudes who actually own any of those. I don't like the fact that we call them toys. <laughs> I don't know. Let me go with another word. There's a weird connotation to it. Yeah. I think it's like Legos, you know? Like, not a weird thing. <laughs> uh, no, never mind. I can't say. I found my, bar- I found my parents' uh, box under the bed looking for Christmas presents when you're traumatizing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, dude, I bet you that's a really common story. Oh, it's got to be. Yeah. Okay, I was going to share a story. <laughs> I did not have a story like that, thankfully. Uh, sexual accessory from now on. I like that one better. Okay, yeah. yeah that's accessory. And we could like show better. it how like a, like a, I got nothing. I was going to say something where short. It doesn't get better when you shorten it. Yeah, I would yeah. Uh, 53 equality sex toys for everybody sex uh, accessories for everybody Kenneth you just made it worse the old box under the bed we've got quite a large pay dispute happening with our Australian women's soccer team at the moment um, is it frustrating for you as someone who's so prominent in your sport and we heard Booter? the other day you are the richest fighter in UFC that that sort of thing is still going on I think that how much you get paid should have something to do with how much money you bring in I'm the highest paid fighter, not because Dana and Lorenzo wanted to do something nice to the ladies. <laughs> they do it because I bring in the highest numbers. They do it because I make them the most money. And I think that the money that you, they make should be proportionate to the money that they bring in. Fight inequality, not by whining. I didn't get to see the rest of it, but that's pretty right, good, right? The best, be, by being the absolute best at what you do. Yeah. Ronda Rousey speaks. Hey, it, the truth is, and, and people aren't going to, don't want to look at this. If you do that, you only end up hurting women. You only end up hurting everyone. All the people that you drag along and give them something before they've earned it, you only end up hurting them. There's endless, endless uh, examples of that. You're you're only you're only hurting those people. You want to you want to know the quick you want to know what's the what's the absolute uh, perfect example. You want to see you want to see a crazy woman. Find a woman who's married a rich man and hasn't earned any of the money, but is living like she did earn the money. I, there's not one saying I've not met one 
one single, and and I and I know some of you are going to be like, well, how, what about does it go the other way with guys? Probably. I just haven't met any guys who are. I don't know any guys who are living off of rich women. But every single woman I know who's fucking wealthy because her husband was wealthy and she didn't earn the money and she doesn't have purpose in her life is fucking batshit crazy. All of them, hundred percent. Something's wrong with them. When my wife was the breadwinner for a while, I was a total dirtbag. <laughs> I didn't do shit, dude. I'm okay with I, the wife being the breadwinner. I'm just saying, if you, if, if like, if your, if your wife's got a hundred million dollars and you haven't fucking made a fucking dime in your life and you're part of that spending, you're crazy. You, you end up, everyone looks at you crazy. We all know you're crazy. Like the shit you do, the way you think, the logic, like you're fucked up, and, you, and you're not happy. Crazy's never I felt happy. Pretty That's shitty about it. You did. Yeah. Wait, how, like, how'd you know you were a dirtbag? Like, what'd you, like, what'd you do? Oh, dude, what'd I just like. I just sat at home and like I went to the gym and I came back and I just looked and played video games. Then I would like read some books and then I would go visit her at work. I'd like bring her coffee and then I would I just mean, go like, back. Take I'm liking back. all that. I'm yeah. liking all that, Caleb. I'm liking all like, that. Dude, I'm talking about so- I'm talking about going and getting your pussy wax, trading in your fucking car. Um, right. doing like not taking care of the fucking kids, like, um, uh, comparing your fucking G wagon to another fucking chick's G wagon. And then slowly you start hanging out with those women. You're like, Oh, they're fucking crazy. They completely less touch with touch with themselves and with humanity. And you're like, wow, these people's lives have become just horrible. Yeah. But I, you don't sound like you did any of that. No, he's like, I, I took like, care of no. myself. I brought her stuff. <laughs> like, I read books. I improved I just felt like a piece of shit, man. <laughs> I was my like, mental man. and physical health. It's like, God, difference- she's making so much money. <laughs> Think of all the stuff some people have to do to leave the house. I just, I just can't even fucking believe it. Your life is so hard. It does not have to be hard. You know, I was looking at Grant Cardone's wife the other day. Mm. And she was making these videos of how great her fucking life is. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Mm-hmm. Interesting, right? There's no fucking way. If you had to go on Instagram and your hair had to look like that before you were willing to film, your life is not good. I know what fucking makes a good life. Good life is A good life is having a healthy fucking fit body. A good life is having clothes you like to put on, something very simple. A good life is not having to prepare a lot of shit just to move and exist in the world. Not having expectations, not having to think about yourself. Every bit of makeup you put on, the hair you do, all the shit where you're thinking about yourself is all misery shit. It's all misery shit. It falls on that side of the line of misery. All the freedom and happiness and growth and is when you're not thinking about yourself. That's where all the success is in every metric. And it's, uh, man, I'm, I don't mean to take a shot at her either. I mean, kudos on their success. But I'm just like, fuck, I am believing it. You got to wake up in the morning. You can't just run down. Like, this is, a, this is a really happy life. Let me tell you a really happy life, what it looks like. You wake up in the morning, and you're confident enough to just pull on whatever's sitting on the floor and your shirt and grab your iPhone and walk to the coffee shop. That's it. And buy a cup of coffee, and, you, and there's some people there. You see your friends. That's living your best life. You don't have to worry about your hair. You didn't have to put shoes on. You didn't have to do nothing. You got your fucking cool iPhone and you're sitting at the coffee shop and I see Susan walk by. I'm like, hey, what's up, dude? You want to go play some frisbee? That's a fucking good <laughs> life. On your way walking there, there's some little kid who's like sewing little booties and trying to make money. You give him a couple dollars. This is a fucking good life. How far did that spectrum go? Because I will admit, 
so I actually changed shirts. It's right here. One of them's here. Yeah. Shirt I slept in. Yeah. And then I put this. I put the beanie on. Yes, these are all these. I'm, I, I I give you pass. Just see my yes. hair. Put crazy. that fucking thing back on. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that like. And I bought two shirts in case we wore the same one. I could switch it. Yeah, you're a good dude. All, all that's fine. <laughs> These are, I'm not. These are all I'm things that are different. These yesterday. are all things that are different. Let's say you you can find exceptions to every f- rule. Let's say that as you put on your makeup every day and it's a 15 minute process, you have it's some sort of mantra you use that you've used to get yourself in the right spirit to take over the day. I'm not saying that these are like um, these aren't dogmatic rules, but they're strong correlates to where happiness is. They're very, very strong happiness ha, uh, where correlates to where happiness is. I'm not saying that there isn't a time to fucking put on a fucking tuxedo and. Yeah, and sometimes too, you do it. You do it to um, out of respect for the other people, right? So like, you dress nice at a wedding, not because like you feel the need to have that acceptance, because it's at a ceremony and you want to put your best foot forward for your. I have a family. sick Armani suit with those fucking horrible shoes that like you feel like you're gonna slide around on all at any moment. I love putting that thing on once every four years. Yeah. I'm going to try to grab one before What's I leave. Hey, hey, the- suit? Yeah, it's going to be fake, though. Oh. <laughs> See, Caleb can't even, like, t- like, he's such a good dude. He's like, I was a dirtbag. I went to the gym. I read books. I brought my wife coffee. Oh. Yeah, fucking- <laughs> he's like, yeah, I want to buy That's a good-ass life. It is. Hey, dude, dude, I... Go ahead, go ahead. I fucking... I, I live rent-free off my wife for... Uh, Years. Let me give you an example of a of a dirtbag. I had a friend who would drop his girlfriend off in her car, drive around on her gas, use her money to buy himself lunch, and then would show up and offer nothing more than a blunt wrap in the car to smoke in and try to find people who had weed so he could, so you could smoke. He's like, I got the blunt, I got a car, and then his girlfriend didn't even smoke and hated when her car smelled like weed. And it would be a blunt, and he would offer that up as like what he had, and then he would go back and like, <laughs> and then he would be late picking her up. She'd be texting him like, "Where are you?" I was off fifteen minutes ago. He's like, "Oh, I'm on my way," and he's like sitting there on the sofa. Yeah, if like, you're not, not the breadwinner, you should at least be inspiring your. You got to inspire your mate. You better fucking. You better figure out a way to get some money to put gas in that car, and you show up with that car pristine. You cleaned it. You went into the web. You know what I mean? Like, and you show up with the coffee too. Like Caleb, be a good dude. That did, yeah. did you go down on her a lot, Caleb, during those times? Yeah, for sure. It's a wash. It's a wash. Thanks, honey. Yes, it's a wash. Sometimes I'd make dinner if I really felt like it. You don't even have to do that. You don't. Have, you're good. <laughs> I said sometimes, sometimes. Otherwise, I'll send the fire alarms off. My wife would never let me make dinner. She knows what that means. That means a rotisserie chicken with sliced cucumber. Yes. Dinner's ready. Raw meat. <laughs> Come and get it. Look, tonight's special. I got cottage cheese. <laughs> all right. And yeah, she did stay with him besides all that. And he didn't even call her by her name. He called her third. What do you mean? That's like, why he called her third? Third. And he would introduce her as third. Because third? she was the third place in his life in her in his life. Oh shit. <laughs> Fucking dead serious. All right, I feel better uh, about myself. Yeah, you should. That's a dirt bag. 
Jake, the fact you said you were reading gives you a pass too. Eating pussy and reading, <laughs> you're a good dude. Uh, does anyone remember the video Sevon showed recently of the woman who who met Glassman at a health conference trying to find it to further to convince my unhealthy parents? Oh, you know what's crazy, Jake? Um, uh, go to it's a, it's on CrossFit.com's YouTube page. It's a CrossFit health video. I'll see if I can find it. But do you know what's crazy? On this show, I talked about how Greg used to um, pay for people to go to affiliates. Mm-hmm. And since then, my DMs have filled up with people asking me if Greg still is paying for people to go to affiliates or if I would pay for them to go to an affiliate. Like out of your personal, like. <laughs> are, are, are you fucking out of your fucking mind? Are, do, 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 are you the same people who got the injection? You can't contextualize or put anything in relativity. You know, they fired me, right? You know, my <laughs> wife has been paying my mortgage for the last four months. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of how I pays the bills. You know you, you know that you know that, that Greg doesn't work there anymore, right? He sold the fucking company. And the whole point of that skit was the fact that that shit's not being done at CrossFit anymore. Well, not to fucking shot. ask me. My kids are 6. They've had their hair cut twice. We're on a budget, motherfuckers. <laughs> So just be clear, that's a no. You're not paying for no. Okay, because like, mine's coming up in a Christ. couple of days. So I just <laughs> is this the uh, one? Yeah, this is the one. Great video. Okay, I'll still put it in the chat. Uh, you should get free membership when you sign up for this podcast. Yeah, free membership to my gym. Just go ahead and but, jump over here. But you should know that uh, uh, California Hormones is giving away. You know what's crazy is we don't even ask that. She just says, "Hey, do you guys want to give something away for Christmas?" And we say, yeah. And she's like, what do you think about no one? And we're like, yeah, absolutely. Level one. Once again, promoting his company. And here's the other thing too, you fucking jackass Trish and you other people who tried to pile on like because the Liver King fucking sponsored Wadapalooza. Like how about all the street cred I get for fucking promoting CrossFit even though they're ding-dongs? You'll never please the people. Yeah. You'll never please Trish. (laughs) Uh, All right. Love you guys. Uh, two hours and 44 minutes. Caleb, you the man. Susie, you the man. Today's my fasting day. I think I just ran, just hit a wall. And and, I, and the day's barely started. <laughs> I got to go back Good and eat a whole gym. Fuck. I heard the moderators were getting paid uh, and uh, the L1 paid for. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, rumor has it. Checks in Salt- the mail, Bruce. Salty Sevy is the best Sevon. Uh, Jessica, thank you. Elaine, thank you. Kenneth DeLapp, always thank you. Jake Schmidting, thank you. Caleb Beaver, thank you. The Crocodile Huntress, just give her lots of sex. <laughs> the keto woman's heart. The, the stash is a sex accessory. Uh, Matthew Souza, <laughs> Souza thank you. Um, I, I, I think thank basically you. Souza has like let his foot off the schedule to give me... Um, the next couple of days while you're in Newport, yeah. Yeah, okay. And then I'm driving um Thursday. Yeah, and then I'm driving back home. Okay, I can't wait to get back in the studio. All right, guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning at uh seven AM. Right? Yep. Pacific Standard Time. All right, bye bye. Yep, yep, yep.